you watching Fine and Dandy. Cheers. Hi, my name's Cameron, and you need to check out the Fine and Dandy podcast. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Watch the Fine and Dandy podcast. Good shit. Hey, what's up? We're Solway, and you're watching, watching Fine, Fine and Dandy. Dandy. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Blacasso, and you're tuning in with Fine and Dandy. You are now watching Fine and Dandy! And now, presenting yours truly and the finest of the dandies. That's <laughs> like yours truly. I thought I was like, I was going to say, and others. That's what I thought he was going to Yours truly and the other people that also are, you know. No, this, just me. Just yours truly. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, welcome and back, everybody. We're back. <laughs> that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Thank you guys for joining us for another great episode. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, welcome, guys. Finding Danny Podcast. Hey, today we got a guest on. We haven't had a guest on in a while, but we got lucky enough to get Cole's lover and roommate on today. Guilty. <laughs> this is I'm gonna go ahead and say that's allegedly. 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 A, if we have word. if we had a button that would just say allegedly, that would be awesome. We should get one of those. Allegedly button. I feel like that's like they need that in like a a courtroom. But we would say like <laughs> his lover and then you'd allegedly allegedly. allegedly. Your honor. <laughs> well, um Nick can we have a true button too, because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the soundboard's true. Allegedly. Allegedly, fact, fact, fact. Yeah. allegedly. True. So this is my uh, <laughs> this is my common law husband, I guess you could say. Technically, <laughs> if you look at like it law in series. Texas law, you know. Um, yeah, but uh, we've been uh, as well. It's like six years, I think, though. I thought I it was. Yeah, five. yeah, we've yeah we've been doing it longer than that. So yeah, so so uh, we've five, been friends dude. for We're about. Uh, We're getting to five. Yeah. Should, should we get a ring? we lived in the house for two years we just hit two years here that's four yeah oh four okay so yeah no ring shopping yeah dude ring shopping we don't need to get it yet we're life partners though that's for sure yeah Yeah. Uh, we're at about uh i think like a little over 15 years or something like that or at 15 years or something yeah you don't remember our anniversary (laughs) (laughs) and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy because i don't know i met josh in the fifth grade yeah but we weren't like really super friends then but that was like how many years ago fucking that was when we were 10 to 11 well i turned 11 at the that end of been fifth grade 15, so like 16 10, years ago like but 16 years ago yeah we kind of were friends a little bit I'd in junior high I'd say like junior year of high school is when we became like close. close, close. Like, but we were always like around each other, and arms like. reach type shit. Like we were, all, we had the same friends. Like yeah, well we yeah we had like kind mutual of friends on both and then we sides. Had, yeah yeah yeah. Because we Danny was in band, my brother was in band, so I had like I hung out with his brother and their friends. So I hung out with all of like a whole section of my friends was just like band kids that I met through my brother. And then Daniel was like in this weird Venn diagram where he also hung out with like the skater kids who I like happened to live in the same neighborhood as. 
He hung out with the he well, he was just in my fucking like AP classes. So he hung out with some of the AP kids. All who the I, smart I, kids. I would, I would hang out with some of them too. We would go to their like parties and shit. <laughs> yeah. Parties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, smart no, parties. Dude, uh, Michelle's Lacey's though. Look, first dude. of all, she had a nice house. Name drop real quick. They would. Uh, I don't know, look. They <laughs> would. They would always like bring in. Shout out Michelle Lacey, dude. For real, mm-hmm. real one like. Real one for this. So she would always invite us all over to the house. It was mostly all like the pre AP gifted, whatever, the, you know, they want to call. I, I think in uh, Shelby, they said in her school, they call them like Omegas or some shit. Uh, that's that's a dumbass hilarious. Name. I but mean, it's n- I, I would say gifted and talented. Just to add just another level between them and normal people. We're Omega. Just call them Omegas. That's dumb Because there's not anything sinister about that. <laughs> Bro, I'm not gonna lie. I always thought the gifted and talented program was just something that they did until like it, it was like I think ninth ninth grade or tenth grade. I saw the teacher's fucking like roster of like on her computer of all the kids like names and shit and what their grades were. And next to my name, it had a little like square. It said GT. I was like, y'all track that shit? Like, y'all actually give a fuck about that? I did, I thought this was just, like, a thing that y'all did in the fucking elementary school. <laughs> so, oh, no, no, about the sake, uh, you beat me to it. No, yeah, so actually there's uh, was this guy, Y-Files, this is where I learned it from. I, I don't know all the details. I need to do more research. But um, so apparently the CIA, they, they started the GT program as a recruiting tool oh to, like, God, see, like, track, like, Am date on kids. Cell? Yeah, see who would be good, like, candidates and stuff. So Am that's I crazy you mentioned that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, it must have you might hard. be, though. You might be. But obviously, not all the CIA's uh, yeah, that one shit fell really goes well. That one fell yeah, through. that, that one, one fell, fell through, through heavily. <laughs> that one fell through heavily, you know? Hey. And uh, that, that happens, though. You know, you can't win them all. Uh, the CIA's some fighters. You know, they, they keep coming back for more. You know what I mean? Kind of like the Texans. You know what I mean? Okay. Don't always do great, but you know what? They're bringing the game every time, and they're trying. Yeah, they're doing all right now. But oh, that's Tango. a weird analogy. That's a, right. said, I don't know how you got there, but we're here now. Hey, cool episode, though. We got we got best buds of years and almost, you know, court-ordered or whatever court it's ordered. called. Maybe. Your, your Common beautiful law. journey is beginning. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll guide you through it. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Who I say court ordered. Keegan <laughs> said we have experience. We'll we'll help you guys through this. You know we know we know how. It works. I'm not gonna lie. Looking at you now, I can see y'all as a gay couple. You would be, you would be the the feminine one for sure. Like, well, with that lock of hair, I mean, how can you not? Yeah, true. That's cute though. I feel like we'd be great marriage counselors. I mean, you like it has to be a duo thing. We're there giving like you know psychotherapy like to couples. But then, but then, but then during our giving people therapy, we get into arguments, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, "Oh my god!" They're like, hey, and they're yo. like, "You know what? Hey, I don't think we're that bad. These these they argue a lot. <laughs> Maybe it's not so bad. That's great therapy. You're doing like, your hey, job. Pay for this. <laughs> and then and then when they walk out after the session, we're like, "I'm sorry." guys we have to end the session we're just we just can't handle this right now and then they walk out of the room and we're like hell yeah dude that was great they really they really uh yeah we helped them they i think they saw some problems that they projected onto us yeah, it wasn't that and we... they left the room thinking hey it's not that bad that was all a part of the plan it was That's all why. fraud <laughs> isn't that like half of fucking like therapy is just kind of fraud <laughs> it's just like 
feel better, don't you? <laughs> it, it's one, it's, it's making yourself feel better. You know, you just needed to have someone to direct it towards. I think some of those people, you know? you know, are good at what they do and they do help you. But I think most of it's them just asking questions so you get down to the point yourself. But then some of the time that's true. But but that's one of the uses of it. Of it yeah. You know and what I mean? Like some, you just need someone to talk to. I think sometimes someone who's yeah, actually sometimes. able to understand and guide you in a proper direction. But sometimes I think psychiatrists are really there because they're like, oh, shit, dude, you got schizophrenia. You're fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That would like be a psychiatrist's job. Said, yeah, 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 for sure. Like yeah, you definitely. You need drugs. Yeah. But some psychiatrists are just like, I don't want to deal with this. You need drugs. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, well, or I'll make money off prescribing you this drug. That's also true. So, that's, you know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah, that's for sure. Fair too. Because it's almost like some of the doctors are in sales more than they're in medicine now. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Oh, absolutely. I mean, also, I mean, not just now. I mean, you get paid to do stuff like that, too. Like, some of those people will get paid in order to, like, they'll be like, yo, we need to get this drug out, or we're trying to really promote this and make this a bigger I mean, thing. I that's the fucking opioid crisis. Jesus Christ, I can't say Oh, yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. Or really, fucking epidemic, vaccines. I think is what it is. Well, epidemic, yeah. This is countrywide. Well, yeah, but I was saying, like, uh, in any, like, me medicinal f faction, there's, like, these hospitals you have, like, have people that are funding them, companies that have, you have like, reps stock going portfolios, in. reps going You have in. reps going, you are pharmaceutical reps that right. go in, and they're like, they're like, we can both make a lot of money if you do this drug, and, like, the the opiate, uh, who which family was it? There's I one particular family, the... The um, keep going, man. I cannot remember the name of the family, but oh, but yeah. if you can find it, um, but they went in and they were like they couldn't even get, what was it? Uh, well, uh, I think it was like oxycotton or it was one of those, but they couldn't like it was basically it was heroin, and so they really just worded their description of the drug and basically really worked their beat their way around the bush of it's addictive to they boiled it down to it may be addictive the sacra <laughs> the sacra family yes thank yeah, you nice. yeah um and they basically beat around the bush because they're like all the you know the fda was like we can't make this legal like this is heroin it's it's just heroin and they were like well, they're like well technically it's not heroin technically and eventually they boiled it down and kind of worked their way around the system a little bit to say it might be addictive. That's and that's when that started. Honestly, that's when that whole like FDA ass shit though. They're like, it is, like yeah, you yeah. can't and then someone's like Well, what if we give you all this money and they're yeah, like, Okay, so here's what you could do. Say it might be addictive. <laughs> and then we'll call it even. I mean, like can we also point out the fact that like I was like maybe seven years old when I got prescribed Adderall. I know you were Dude, too. Yeah. I don't know about y'all. I was not. I mean, mm -hmm. I may have been one that was missed. <laughs> maybe I should have <laughs> had it. <laughs> but Lucky, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, dude. How do you no, think that but, affected you though? But there is like a like an over prescription like thing. Like there was like a trend of over prescription of not just Adderall but a lot of different things in that era of us like growing up type shit. But and hit back to his question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh. you think that affected you? I mean, that's a great question because I don't know exactly how it is. There's a lot of longitudinal studies about it, but I haven't particularly looked into it. So it's kind of inevitable at this point because uh, I guess my thing is I'm already like you know reliant on the drug. I don't want to say 
You still take it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, only for work though and school. Like anything that requires me sitting down doing paperwork, I need my. I need. I take Vivant. I need it, or I cannot focus. You think it's yeah. made it worse potentially? I mean, it's hard I, to say because you were so young. I guess. I think that yeah. I think that there was alternatives that could have been approached that weren't fully approached, and also it, it kind of gets more complex than the Adderall. Because, like, I was also, like, the Adderall, you know, or whatever amphetamine I was on would give me a lot of anxiety, right? And uh, to combat the anxiety, what they do? Prescribe me more medicine. And uh, in particular, Zoloft. Mm. So amphetamines. Well, uh, this this happened more towards, yeah, more towards, like, I was, like, 13 to, like, 15. But that's a tough so thing So you had to already give, been like, on it for, like, six years at the time. No, my well, the, the amphetamines I had been on since uh, first grade. And it was about probably, oh, I think I think, ninth grade. Is when really? I, yeah, like I got prescribed like some sleeping medicine stuff before that, and then finally they prescribed me anxiety medicine. Cause like, oh no, it's, you don't have a sleeping problem; it's an anxiety problem. Like, oh no shit, Sherlock, I'm taking <laughs> amphetamines. You kind of when you're coming down off that, you don't feel too good. Um, and yeah, the, and then the solution was Zoloft, right? Which that mixed in with puberty too. You got yeah, that with like developmental yeah. years taking that like that has to like, yeah. alter your brain chemistry absolutely pretty significantly. You know, because they say also, like I was just talking to somebody. So, twelve, twelve to thirteen is around the age where it's harder to, for you to start learning new things. Like twelve to thirteen, like your brain doesn't start stop developing. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, little bit. Little bit, right? So it's like if you're kind of taking all these drugs, or you know, thinking this is how you're supposed to. By the time you're twelve, your brain's kind of, hey, this is how it is. This is how you learn. This is how you kind of approach it. I have a I have a small example. It's not really like something major, but to get, if people weren't prescribed this stuff at a a lot of people I know are prescribed it now. Also, we're that not they're doctors. Older. This isn't medical yeah, advice. Yeah, of course, we right. We don't have the uh, scientific I'm a fucking yeah. doctor. Just just our experience with it. I'm and, a fucking uh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> a love doctor, maybe. Love. Maybe a love doctor. <laughs> also known as Doctor Love. <laughs> doctor Love. But uh, one of my, I, one thing that doctor, I think I can attribute to it because I don't know a lot. Like, I have a teeth grinding problem, like nobody's business. And also at a young a age, I would bite the inside of my lip so much on purpose, just because it was a habit that I would be bleeding from inside my. You know what I mean? But I did it on purpose. Like I, it just until it got so bad that it's like, oh god, I did it again. You, you know what I mean? Like guard? it was, huh? Do you wear a night guard? No, I don't. I don't now because I now have more of. A, I don't bite my lip anymore. I stopped doing that like towards the end of high school. I think. Do you still grind your teeth? Yes. Let me see your teeth. You wear a mouth guard. Yeah, you should get a mouth guard. Right? Yeah, no, I don't wear, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have a mouth guard or anything. But I do grab my teeth a little um, bit too. But I mean, I, I, I had a big problem doing it, be, and I think it's because you're on si- stimulant, right? Like, I mean, if you take, if you've done any <laughs> other type of stimulants or you know, yeah, you, yeah, Molly yeah, or something like that, people grind their teeth. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, when you're taking it every day. I started grinding my teeth every day, and now even if I don't take, like, I don't take it anymore. I don't. He still takes it. I don't take it anymore. But uh, I still grind my teeth. That didn't go away. The habit was formed. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's like a really minute thing that I think would not have happened had I not been prescribed it. So I, my thing with like the early prescriptions is that that the thing you mentioned earlier is, is that you don't really know the long term effects until I mean you get to until you get to experience them. <laughs> but that it, it's tough because it's like some people do need these prescriptions to a degree and do need them at like even not at an early onset level so it's hard to make that differentiation from who does and who doesn't like you said there are, could have been more preventative measures and 
had there been, then maybe there wouldn't have been such a trend. But then we also have it to take into account, like the thing that we talked about earlier is how much money there is going into these prescriptions and these pharmaceutical reps coming in. It's like, you can, as a doctor, how do you tell yourself like, no, I'm not going to try to help this patient Mm -hmm. or myself. (laughs) Working in a restaurant alone, how many like different, like people, like pharmaceutical companies book rooms to do like, so this is the new drug we're learning about yeah. that we're trying to get in. Like, like how many orders? Like I've heard them talk. Like how many orders do you guys want in? Is this something that y'all would want and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Talking about like how it would help, but also it's like they're not. Some of them aren't just pitching the idea because it's this is gonna help people. Some of them are like we should do this because it it's gonna help people. Like, no. You know. Oh, yeah. And sorry not to cut you off, but no, like y'all are bringing up really good points about the uh, complexity of this issue, right? And to add on to this facet of complexities we're talking about here, uh, I want to bring up the mechanism of like the the injury. That's what they call it, right? What what was it that made them prescribe me this medicine and other people like me in the first place? Mm. It wasn't because I had ADHD or chemical imbalance. It's because of my poor performance in school. Mm. Right. So so basically you had That's a lot of people. I think. So you had. Yeah. You had all these doctors and people who have even more experience on being a doctor. Right. In one room. And they're looking at this data of kids doing poor in school and these chemical imbalances. Right. And they're like, all right. So they're not doing good in school. What's the problem? The kid or the system? Mm. And they decided it was the kid. Mm. So instead of changing the system, it's like, why, why not make a separate education system for kids? Because I, I, like going back to my deepest memories without trying to go on like a long, long tangent here, it's like I remember not like, – I remember doing bad in school before taking medicine, not because I was stupid, but because I didn't care what they were doing. It wasn't entertaining. It wasn't fun. It didn't, enga- yeah. it didn't engage me. Just like how if you have a job now, it didn't engage you, you're going to be miserable, right? Right. It's like I needed a more engaging program. Right. So I guess like what I'm getting at, it's like – like I said, they had to, they they identified th- the kid as a problem rather than the system. Mm-hmm. So what so what do we do? Improve the system or give the kids meth? I mean, give them meth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah just feed the kids yeah. drugs. That's a, that's know. a good way of looking at it because it's tough because that also goes into sh- like that way of showing how unwilling people are of changing the education system to a degree because. It is this thing that we all have an understanding of as a society that was created to bread fa- like breed factory workers, but we still keep punching down that same fucking system. Like, why have we not changed it if we have the understanding that yeah. that's what it's That's for. what I was about to say is that <laughs> there's been a lot of research now, like, you know, after the fact. There's been a lot beer. of research right that shows uh, no. that some of these kids that they were prescribing the stimulants to— oh my were you know we're just gonna leave it uh <laughs> some of the people that the kids that they were uh prescribing the stimulants to it was exactly what keegan said where it's not it's just that they were under stimulated like they weren't being challenged enough not at the risk of my ego being put into that sentence well everyone's brain works differently everyone learns yeah. in different ways not everyone learns the same exact way some people learn in images some people learn like are just able to like listen to directions and take them you know what i mean like, well it's like some people don't even have an inner monologue. They in did brain. that. You remember they did that study where people uh, they did class where you had to stand up or you were on a uh, what do you call it a uh, you know the bouncy balls 
like you were sitting on one and uh, everyone in the class performed so much better because they were being stimulated physically and actually being engaged rather than sitting there and just like you have the ability to stare off into space because you're bored out of your mind yeah. or versus where you don't have that ability because you're balancing on this ball and you're engaged 24 7 the whole time or you're standing you know what i mean like i mean there's they, they and that stuff's from like probably 10 years ago you know, you know, I think we need to p get that on like a shirt. Don't take candy from strangers, but you should take drugs from doctors. Damn. Oh, yeah. No joke. Oh, my gosh. No, that was, that was good. Don't take candy from strangers, but this this doctor's going to feed you some Dude, candy. It, that like, it says don't take candy from strangers on the front with like a print of like fucking like candy like the bracelet, oh, like the candy, bracelet candy type yeah. shit and then on the back it says but do take drugs from your doctors and it's just like a fucking dude smoking a cigarette on the fucking curb <laughs> with a doctor fucking coat this, on this is my doctor yeah he you want some meth kids <laughs> i don't know what that is but yeah what do you like, do for work i'm a pharmaceutical rep I sell I will say I'm not hating on on reps. My dad is a rep, so I'm not really hating on that. Yeah, but fuck you, but dad. there, but <laughs> but there's he's people. All, he's, he's like angsty teen. He's always like, I, fuck you, dad. I don't believe this pays for your schooling. Like, I, I hate this machine, dad. I hate no, this no, 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 no. But but, but I, I've got some of this information from him and the way that it works. And it's like you do have those reps that they know what's going on like uh like You're his friend his friend was on You're joe probably rogan probably. a while ago and he was talking about being a pharmaceutical rep which he doesn't do anymore he moves to something else um and he was talking to joe about how it was fun when he was doing things like um viagra like he he was a rep for i think it was viagra yeah and it was fun because it was innocent and it's like nobody's getting hurt by this like well, it's just I mean, it's fun for everybody you're banging though, you do a lot of you know what i mean fuck up your yeah heart. well true yes yeah, we but, know now, but but you're but at they've, the time it was fun People but they've always boners. clearly stated you're not supposed to do that right and if you're not an idiot then you don't take more than you're supposed to but hey, dude, you but you know it was fun then but then rock? when it got more serious it was like this isn't fun anymore and he didn't really like doing it anymore and so then he stopped doing it so i'm not really hating on the reps like they're a good rep will do their job and and do it the right way Sounds and like not just be like job you know, type of you know whatever you like to make money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 100%, 100%. i don't want to hate on reps my dad's still paying for my school but look <laughs> uh, i don't go to school <laughs> Yeah, I think he might well, be a yeah, narc. Now, be careful. Now what, Daniel? He's a trust fund kid. He's his dad just paying for his fucking his habits, his his meth habits that he has now from all the Adderall that they gave me. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's like, if only you would just go to school so I could pay for it but <laughs> with all this fucking drug money. And what's even crazier, thinking about it, it's like I was like seven, eight years old, or whatever. And I was as high as shit, but I didn't realize I was high as shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you'd be high. It's just like, oh, I'm taking this. Med it's like it's like a, a Flintstones got a vitamin. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but in reality, I'm just high as shit, just like, like ready to take on the world. <laughs> He's the kid that talked a lot. In class. Or did you actually did it help you focus in? Like, oh, 100 percent. Oh, it did great. It clearly did oh, his so job. Oh, did focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it, see, it if I take out of the I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I was... When I took it, and I think Keegan can attest to the same, uh, silent. Silent. Did not talk very much at all. Damn, I was literally that? always focused. I was always like this. I was always thinking, 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 thinking. And I was like, when it comes to schoolwork, you're the first one done. With the modern day you soccer know, like, team. Like... <laughs> <laughs> see, because I do now think about like how many people in our 
the school that might have been on drugs type shit while we were right next to them, not knowing that they were being like medicated type. Sh- like, because it, yeah. it it is that normalized that just like that much of America is just being prescribed Adderall and fucking Vivans and all of these different like, what is it? What is it like? Amphetamines. Amphetamines. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. D- different amphetamines. And it's just like, how many people w- in, have I been experiencing that are just like? high on a uh, daily basis yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean quite a bit but marijuana is so bad you know <laughs> it's just it's funny because when they talk about the like they're like we don't know the longitudinal studies of marijuana we don't have anything this this could be very detrimental I'm like bitch this is child's play I, I don't care what this does I'm already on I'm already on this fucking train going that way <laughs> all right with amphetamine so you, whatever I'm good I'm in a club at this point <laughs> I've been riding this train before you were born kid hi yeah. yeah bitch <laughs> you're gonna have to come with something new. <laughs> I don't think we gave a proper introduction to our guest. Uh, oh no, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> it's, I would well, blame better late than never. Yeah. Cole said he was good. Actually, before you were like, uh, I'm gonna introduce I did. Y'all yeah. wouldn't shut up. I no, was trying no, to do no, it. I was no, trying to do you it. You had your moment. Yeah. I, I was trying to do it. I said, this is my best friend for over 15 years now. You said uh, we, your lover, actually. Uh, you no, said you that said that. Ordered. That wasn't me. You said core ordered. Uh, yeah, he said that, right? Said both of Either way, it's <laughs> true. We love each other. We're common law married. Wait, say that one more time. Hold on. You said lover and court order. Regardless, <laughs> regardless of the sporadic chatter right now, we are lovers. We are married, That's what I said. common law married, common law. and it's all true. You can't deny it. It's more than an allegation. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you want to introduce your lover, uh, um, court-ordered common law? Yeah, anyway, so this is Keegan Halsey, uh, banker, uh, tycoon. Tycoon. <laughs> Small-time tycoon. Um, hey, they, were, they were in a band together? We were in a band together. Marine infantry uh, participant. I guess, is that what you would call it? What would you call that? I don't know what to call it, so I'll take anything at this point. Close enough. <laughs> is that you? Did you get a trophy? Um, I got PTSD. That was my trophy. Yeah, I mean, I got like, yeah, I got some VA benefits. That's for sure. Hey, for the stuff I went through. Absolutely. Oh, that's, yeah, that's awesome, you know, dude. Yeah, that means dude. something <laughs> fucked up happened. Because, you know, they don't just give those out like that often. Some shit had yeah, no. like, damn, you are kind of fucked up. We do need to pay you, actually. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah not. Yeah, honestly, I I got pretty lucky with it. I got whenever doing my evaluation, uh, instead of the VA doing it, they uh, outsourced it to a private clinic, so they were like normal people, like normal doctors, good ones. And I was just talking to them, right? Like usually the VA is like dicks, right? But for them, I'm just like, yeah. So I'm on this 23 mile hike, and they're like, oh, you've said enough, honey. And I'm like, all right, very well. <laughs> it's funny because yeah. very well. When we had Chris Mitchell on, he was saying, like, how he ran or whatever. He fucked up his foot and, like, went in and, like, oh, is he fucked up? Nah, he didn't say they spit, but they were just, like, oh, is it hurt? And, like, stepped on. He's like, no, fuck. Like, the doctor's like, oh, pussy, huh? Oh, is it hurt? Nah, he didn't say it like that, but essentially that's what I picked up. Like, the doctor's like, oh, is it hurt? Oh, how bad? And then you're like, nah, it doesn't hurt. And they're like, yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. I mean, I've made regular visits to the, to the VA, and you were spot on, so. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. there you go. Like, he didn't say those in that exact words. He was a lot nicer about it, but that's what I picked good, up. Good doctors. <laughs> that's what I picked up. That's what I picked up. was basically they try to trick you into thinking you're not that hurt, so then you, that way you don't file any claims. And they don't Exa- yeah, ex- you. exactly. Are you really going to be a bitch about it or what? They're like, they're like, all right, but were you exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam? Okay, see, in comparison, you know, you haven't that bad. Oh, wow, you broke okay. your finger? Did you have mustard gas in your face? Pussy? Is that what they do? Do they do they actually 
ask y'all to compare yourselves to past veterans of wars? Do they Bro. actually ask you that to do that? Well, not not directly, but in anything I've well, this I, all gets the, you in any trouble because I don't want you to. No, I'll let you. I'll let you know if it's something gets me in trouble. No, dude, okay. he's gonna but, go to jail. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I, 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 I could for for some of this stuff, but for this, no. But um, but and like all the stuff you sign though, it does ask you. Have you been exposed to like Agent Orange and a bunch of random shit? From like passwords, it's like it's like, dude, I was born in '96. Like, I'm sorry, I was born later. I couldn't be in the trenches of World War One. I, I would have clearly if y'all would have sent me, but you know, yeah. y'all dumped if the cards you gave me. Clearly, my mom needs to be arrested because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, ma'am. So I'm not a big war person, but every time I watch like movies, I'm like, God damn, bro, they really like have people like, I'm ready to fight for my country, and there's like 16 year olds just out there in the trenches, just like, oh no, I, this is not what I wanted to do, fuck, dude, just sleepless yeah. nights in the trenches, just cold as shit, just fucking muddied up, no fresh water, just for your country. Oh, for f- not even freedom, actually. In World War One, the British were <laughs> distilling their own urine to drink it because they had no water. And you were also more afraid of rats than you were of dying from bullets because the, the rats would literally die. start chewing on your feet because your feet were frostbitten and you couldn't feel it. And there was dead bodies everywhere, which attracted rats. And the rats would start eating the living people while you were asleep. Yikes. Yeah. And then you're drinking your own urine. So that's fun. Well, I didn't have it that bad. But it's distilled. Um, <laughs> but it's distilled. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think, though, like, they, they tell you that in war now? Like, they go out there to war, like, hey, bro, you got it pretty good now. You get snacks. <laughs> you get snacks. You might, you might, you die, tom- you might die tomorrow, but, hey. MREs? Right? You got, you got some food. That it's better than what they used to have, all right? Cheer up. Now get out there, champ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would say it, they they use that interchangeably, right? So like, I so first of all, we're we're talking about the trenches of World War One, right? Didn't go go through anything nearly as bad as that. I didn't go on any crazy active combat deployments like you saw like in a the two thousands, early two thousands, like Afghanistan, Iraq, all that. But you know, I I went through I went to a few countries, a few things, you know. Didn't have that bad. But yeah, I think you're lucky too. You got out just in time because we're in active war now. So well, uh. More, so actually, you know, I'll address that point right now. But uh, so I joined at a really, really weird, weird time, right? So, uh, uh, so my my entry date was May eleventh, twenty fifteen. So the war, like the, the Middle East war, was ending, right? Oh, that ended like twenty eleven, right? So yes, but but yes, but there's still people there. And there's still troops out there. I mean, some people will say, "Oh, the war ended two thousand eight. It's like when you talk to different combat vets, like they're big dicking each other and shit. But I know the real the real war ended this time, this time after this battle I was in, you know what I'm saying? Whenever like, it was their time is when it No, no I, I was there, there. it ended yeah. after me. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, and oh god. No, I was the la- I ended the war. <laughs> it was me. Yeah, and so um yeah, so like when I got in, right, like my first two years was geared towards like counterinsurgency, like we know, you know. They like, were really just afraid yeah. of you. That's yeah, pretty much. Is. They're like the, the training was, hey, lift weights. If we get swollen enough, they'll be, <laughs> they'll be afraid of us because we got Andrew Tate on the rise. We got fucking <laughs> David Goggins. If, if y'all get swollen too, nobody want to go to war with hey, us. If you just wake up and you push yourself every day, you. What if they were like they were recruiting and they really need someone like David Goggins? We need you. And he's like, fuck no, I don't. Like a Rambo thing. Like we need you back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> Wakes up, four in the morning. Bro, the fucking Expendables is just fucking Jocko, David Goggins, and fucking, oh, <laughs> and fucking Tim Kennedy. 
Dude, listening to Jocko's podcast scares me. I'm like, this guy's gonna beat my ass and spank me through the microphone. Like he's just he's always just pumped up on something, you know, just got something to say. Just fucking, you know. Like he's like that for sure. That's hilarious. Wait, wait, so back on your point though. Yeah. Uh which point was it? Sorry. You were entry you were talking about your entry date. You joined at a weird time. Yeah, you stopped. Don't do that to him. You joined at a weird time. So actually Daniel put it best. Um so when I joined in May 10 or May 11th, 2015, uh, ISIS, Al Qaeda, they all saw my contract and they're like, "Oh shit, they waved the <laughs> we gotta stop." This guy has a 03XX, which is a infantry open contract. I'm just saying he he yeah. he finished his contract and then Hamas came. All I'm saying is, was it him? Who knows? We don't have yeah. the peace. Get he the kept piece. the peace while he was there. That's yeah. all I'm saying. The CIA is gonna find me like in Rambo and recruit me. They're like, we need you back. <laughs> we need you to stop the war. Right. He's yeah. the symbol of peace. Are you Jack Reacher? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so Jesus Christ is Jason. So it was Gordon. a weird time you're over there. <laughs> oh yeah. Twenty fifteen. When, when, when's your ex, when was your exit? Uh May 10, 2019. So you four, 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 you four, four year contract. My four to the core, nice. as I call it. Classic. Four yeah. to the core, baby. Yeah, the, the first two years was uh, aimed towards counterinsurgency, as we know it, like in Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, all that stuff. Like, I learned that. But in the last half, that's like around the time Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un were talking shit on Twitter to each other. If y'all remember that? And everyone's like, oh, shit's yeah. rising, so, but no, it's just Donald Trump. Trump. No, no, but so actually they literally, like, changed our, our doctrine for my battalion to be uh, engaged towards conventional forces, specifically North Korea. Nice. So we were learning a lot of shit about them and, like, their capabilities, what they have. And then um, we were learning about North Korea. We should have been learning about China. China. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, I mean, jokes. I mean jokes. yeah, North Korea is a stepping stone, though, for sure. For Wait, their, what was? Uh, North Korea would be a stepping stone to their invasion. Stop Asian hate. I mean, yeah, because like North Korea is more of a neutral country, and also we don't trade with them. So if if they do blow off the face of the earth, it's not financially impactful to us. So therefore, their country we would invade. You know what I'm saying? Keegan, answer for that. Um, there's something you would like to ask Keegan. There's just like a question. Or, so, or maybe, maybe not a question. Uh, as a roommate, as a lover, as a friend. I the, recently, within the past couple, uh, past year or so, uh, I feel pretty much comfortable asking him anything. So honestly, there's not anything I want to ask him because recently, if I have something, I ask him it. Um, for the people. But uh, how what? Okay. Wondered. Okay, there was or something so, for the so people. There was people the you only want the people period to know. in our lives for a long time that we've had apart was when he first joined the Marine Corps, right? So there was there was a time where before that we were hanging out pretty much every day. So and a lot of people, as I understand it, because I've had them tell me this, that this isn't a normal experience for most people. So experience. you know when we met and we became friends, like we didn't go a long time without hanging out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was, I mean we went to school together, right? We lived pretty damn close to each other. So it was pretty easy to hang out, yeah. and uh, we were into the same things. So, uh, so then, all of a sudden, he goes into the Marine Corps, and there was this uh, large space where we didn't hang out. A large and then he moved heart. home, and it was pretty much like, I mean, almost. You know, obviously there's differences, but largely it was no difference. I mean, like, it was like you were gone. Like, we just, we literally fast-forwarded the VHS and then just pressed play. You know what I mean? Oh, and uh, I guess I would say, like... Uh, there was definitely some differences without getting too deep or, or anything into it. There's definitely some personality differences deep, I that I came out of in that time period and that you came out of 
time period, you know, just some, some changes in the personality. Uh, what, what's your opinion on it? Because I know the way I've seen it, and I've voiced it to you, but I've never asked you the other way around. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because I, cause I feel like I've asked you about it pretty frequently. Not frequently, but, like, enough times. But uh, I don't think uh, it's ever gone the other way around. Well, first I have to say that's a great question. <laughs> but also, uh, I didn't say earlier, I'm saying it now. Anything I say about the Marine Corps, uh, every military experience you're going to get is very different. Contract you sign. So I'm uh, everything I say about about the military, honestly, in general, in this podcast, it's um, I, I'm not I'm not saying it's fact or a full conclusion or foolproof or foolproof truth. I'm just giving out the data and how I perceive it in my experience. Take it for a grain of salt or take it however you want. But anyhow, uh, yeah, great question. To answer it. So uh, the first two years were definitely uh, dark. Like th- there wasn't a lot of communication at all. And um, well, that's because one, I was fucking trying to fucking survive, right? As 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 you already know. Like I'm not saying you didn't know any of this. Uh, I'm just kind of giving you my my. Pers- well, we didn't uh, know any of this, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, news to everyone listening in to us. Look yeah. at me being selfish. But, yeah, so, like, the first, like, you know, two years, I was just so busy surviving, trying to figure out this game. That really, it is it is similar to prison, actually. So, and I've, and uh, I've talked to a lot of uh, ex-convicts, and it's funny. Uh, they're the people I, I, I relate to the most. And the fact that every every ex-convict I've talked to, like, First thing I mentioned, I'm like, oh yeah, like they're like, oh, I was, uh, hey, I'm an ex-convict, you know, I'm a felon, all this stuff. They're kind of shame behind it, and I was like, oh, I was in the Marines. They're like, oh, so you know, they're the ones that say it, not me. And I've had a handful of his experiences, right? And and the thing is, I talked to them too, and a lot of our s- experiences are very, very similar. And actually, joining the Marine Corps that used to be an alternative to a prison sentence back in the day, by the way, which kind of conveys the experience to you and hasn't changed too much. But yeah, anyways, to kind of get back onto your question, um. Yeah, first few years, I was just trying to learn the game, you know, survive. And finally, around closer to the three-year mark, you know, I I kind of was, like, gaining my groove. And at that point, I was looking at getting out. And that's when I started texting you more and calling you more like, like we did. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, yeah, that, that's really the, the simple answer to your question of what happened of, like, you know, between now and then. Well, I guess to expand on to the podcast, right? <laughs> um, get Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. So to to sharpen my question a little bit and maybe draw a more um directed you know, maybe direct it a little bit more. <coughs> in your opinion, without not getting in too deep to anything you don't want to get into, but how do you think and what were the things that you think, maybe some occasions you had, again, not too serious if you don't want to, that you feel changed your person? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because I, I've, 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 like I was saying, I've witnessed it from the outside, and I've been like, wow, you know, I noticed these different things. As everyone has, as they get older in general, right? We all have the different experience and offshoots that change our personalities or whatever. Uh, but what, in your opinion, what, is, what are I just some like things that military you think about? Experiences, you know? anyways, because I, I, we, we know a lot of people that were in the military as well. So it's just like I, you know, they, I know they could probably relate and things that they've gone through too. It's all, it's all similar. Got you. Got you. Okay, yeah, no. So that that was my fault because I wasn't. Uh, that I was. Was, I was, I was, I was yeah. 
I was gonna say that's yeah. not your fault because that was the literal that was the thing he was asking, yeah. but mm-hmm. that wasn't okay, wasn't what he was trying to Cause, ask. Because because now now getting into it, I'm glad you asked that because because uh, you're getting more into post getting out, which is a whole new experience, like just as much as getting in the Marine Corps and being in it is. Yeah, like readjusting. Yeah, readjusting and yeah, all that stuff. No, once you get out. Yeah, it's very different. So I guess uh, well, really, I I the only way to answer your question is to start from the beginning. Before you start from the yeah, beginning, a preliminary question I would ask is, is, did you notice any of the changes, or was it something you noticed once you got back? Uh, once or was wha- it people telling you and stuff? Like, were you not as aware of it, or was it just, like, people like, yo, you're fucking being weird? No, it was a, a mixture of both. Uh, I didn't I didn't notice them, and it was people telling me, for sure. Uh, because, like, when you're in, you know, you get, like, like I said, starting at the beginning, Immediately, the whole point of boot camp is to assimilate, mm. and uh, they break camp, you down. Yeah, it's uh, it, they really they they strip you like. Before I get into the long story, I'm gonna give you a synopsis. It's like uh, they really do strip you of your individuality, uh, because uh, and I, I'm not being a hippie about it. So I understand because if you're gonna be in a, in a tackle unit, right? That's like you know just one one hive mind that's supposed to just fuck shit up, right? You have to strip that individu- indi- individuality. Um, and uh, boot camp did a really great job at that. Um, because like when you get to boot camp, it's like reality as you know it is no longer reality. And uh, honestly, boot camp was really easy. Um, <coughs> not really easy, but it wasn't like physically challenging like you think. It's like, yeah, you uh, you get fucked up. It was physically challenging, but uh, more so it was the mind games that they played. That's what fuck with you. Like uh. When you when you get there, ev- everything you know, like everything has a different name. You you can't talk in first person. You're talking in third person the whole entire time. If you don't talk in third person, you get in trouble. It's this recruit, that recruit, those recruit. Not oh I did this, I did that. It was them. You know what I'm saying it's this, that. Th- you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's it's, it's a very objective, right? And uh, they also made you do random shit that you didn't like. Uh, we had to specifically clean the uh uh. Um, holy shit! The sinks in the bathroom with sunscreen, and if we didn't f- if we didn't clean it with sunscreen, we get fucked up. Which obviously you forget to clean the sinks with sunscreen because who the fuck does that, right? right. Yeah. So it was just a bunch of random shit you had to keep track of, and I guess to kind of a mental game. Yeah, exactly. And like I could go really in depth with that if you have questions for it later, but that's a whole long story in itself. Um, what? One second. I mean, so, <laughs> uh, so one of the things that, like, not to just continue to add questions to this barrage of questions, but like yeah, a lot. something that something I've already lost track of the original question, I'm sure, but something that, uh, I'm saying it's a good people. tangent. Something that I, I I'm curious about is is like how one goes about making those adjustments because obviously the answer is is like just doing it, you know, like just like just like sucking it up and just complying since you're already there and da 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 but like at the end of the day it's like you still have to be the adjuster of the thing the personal like decisions the the day to day the when i go to sleep the when i eat the but well they're making those decisions for you but you still have to like i'm hungry now i'm sleepy now like da 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 da. you know what i mean yeah no that's actually a great question helping conversation on tracks um so with the oh sorry CBD, ladies and gentlemen. 
Sorry, can you read it? Re- yeah, re-ask that, that one question. More, one more time. Sorry. How do you go about making the adjustment of of <coughs> the schedule that they expect of you as a new recruit? Okay. There, there, there you go. Thank you. So the f- the funny question to or the funny answer to your question is you don't have to fucking show up. <laughs> yeah. Because um, from the beginning, uh, so like really like you know, before I got in, you know, I like one of the main reasons why I joined was I knew that I'd fuck up school, like I wasn't ready for that, and I didn't know stuff. So I was like, fuck it, I'll I'll do the Marine Corps. I love it. I'll do it for twenty. You know, if not, I got my college benefits, all that shit, right? But when you get in from, from day one, I knew I'd. I signed up for, like, not in the fact that I didn't want to, but in the fact they kind of lied to me type thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, but here's my here's my option I was faced with: assimilate, you know, become a man, total ego, ego, right? I'm just giving you my my honest like my honest thoughts at this time being. I was assimilate, become a man, become a marine, all that shit, you know, do your four years, learn all this cool shit, or put your tail between your legs and come back like a bitch, right? So my ego got in the way. And I was just like immediately, uh, I, I bought in for the fact of survival. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, it wasn't really a decision. It was a decision. Very, very black and white decision. I mean, you don't really have a choice. You exactly. do, but you really don't. Because if you don't. The you choice is like, the, like you're backed into a corner, basically. You do have always have a choice. But like the cor- like the point of it is, is that they paint it so bad that the that it seems like the choice is clear is is they they make it see that you're gonna get a dishonorable discharge this will carry with you forever this will never be something that you can get over this is a decision that'll be something for the rest of your life you don't want 40 years down the line this for you to regret this the decision that you're making right now whenever you're a kid it's like as an 18 year old when you're hearing fucking grown ass men telling you that you want to believe them you want to think like well you seem like you know what you're talking about like, you seem like you have my best interest in mind they don't oh, <laughs> but no, I'm, honest, I'm sorry i'm not trying to cut you off but it's more like you're bullseyeing this right now yeah it's like you really get trapped into it it's cause my thing was i i get like even elaborate further on it it's like i knew i was capable of doing their bull playing their game that was a fucking stupid game I knew I could have, like, you know, quit, you know, got the dishonorable discharge and shit, all that stuff. Well, actually, no, I couldn't because I don't want my career to be fucked, right? Like, I'm trapped. I, I, I was like, all right, what do you got next, bitch? Do this for four years? Cool. Like, It's oh, crazy because there, there are stalemates because it's like dishonor- dishonorable discharge is bad on your resume in this country because you could move yeah, to a different country and you could live in a different country and that wouldn't mean shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How would you so, say it benefited you? Which in, in Wait, real quick, before I answer yeah, that question, ahead. I want to say, before people want to fact check this and all this bullshit, yes, like, technically, when you get out of boot camp early because you're suicidal, whatever your bullshit is, it's called an other than honorable discharge. It's not a dishonorable discharge, but an employer still doesn't like it, so it's basically the same thing. If you don't have an honorable discharge out of, out of the military, nobody wants you. Mm. So, yes. I, I, so I just wanted to address that before people I feel like, like, go crazy. I feel like there's a conversation there in itself that we can get into in a little bit about, like, the employer aftermath, like, trying to get a job after try- after being in the military. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's this painted picture of, like, you'll be taken care of, you'll get colleges paid for, da-da-da-da-da, uh, uh, but then, like, there's this reality of how many homeless people are veterans and how many people that were forgotten about that 
needed help type shit. Oh, 100%. You know? Also, what was it? So, actually, going back to it, it's like, so acclimating when you were getting out, do you find it like, uh, did you find it like a little bit of like a, a shock in a way, like readjusting? Um, Every day. It just like kind of was just like, you were like, whatever. Every, every day, really, honestly. You find yourself using the word civilian a lot more? In my head. Civilian. <laughs> yeah, in my head and to my military friends, yeah. As, as a joke, we don't seriously. No, I know a lot of people who seriously mean that shit. Oh, I know there are. No, I yeah. I, my I'm current sorry. boss and my there former are. boss both are military people that both seriously mean it. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> see, and that's not, dude. Like, oh my god, and and like a big point why I really don't talk about military people in normal conversations. You know, it's because I feel like I'm like the guy like, hey, played varsity. <laughs> it's like you know, it's just like cool, dude. No, like good fucking job. Like right. You know, but what are you doing now? So like when you get like the thank you for your service, you don't like it? Uh, it's, uh no, I definitely I, I appreciate it as more as I don't know what to say. Like I I, I want to say I I, I want to say thank you for your taxpayer money because I wasted <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> but you know I, I like I I did that one, one time and they thought I was an asshole, so I haven't done it again. So I I, yeah. I just say, I just say hey thank you so much now. But like it's just, I just don't know what to say. Really. Wait, so they thought That's you were the asshole because they're like, "Thank you for your well, service." Like, oh, "Thank you for your taxpayer." Oh, you're you're an asshole now. Like, okay, fuck you. What, well, did thank you for my service or not? I did. Okay. Did did oh, I not? Man. Did I not serve my country or no? I thought that you th- were thanking me a second ago. <laughs> this, this actually goes back to the question you asked me about the transition out. Like, being that candid with people, like how candid I could be with other people in the military. Yeah, you get used to that. No, yeah, you do, and when you do it to people in what we call in America, or most people doing this probably, as the real world, this is not the real the world. The civilians, dude. It's like, they're like, <gasps> rash, you're saying, you know, like, wow, that's being too straightforward. How could you say that? No, no, uh, being too straightforward is a problem here. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm going to start another tangent right now, I'm sorry. You know, it's like a country thing, too. I think it's a, yes, I think this it's exactly, I'm li- literally, you're already on the bullseye, and I, I'm about to start another tangent, but I think it's an important one. <laughs> But it's like out of all the countries I've been to, I've been to a handful. And Yappin. Uh, uh, no, I've been to Yappin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- talk uh, a little bit loud, just a little. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I've been to Thailand, Philippines, Korea, Yemen, Yemen, Japan. Or not? <laughs> I've not been to Yemen. <laughs> oh, damn it, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> you wish it. Yeah, but, um, but you haven't been to Yemen. <laughs> so no. you have or haven't Stolen been to Valor. Yeah, I was actually uh, so I was actually in Germany with the Russians, and I helped them uh, I helped them fucking uh, liberate <laughs> Yemen. Know. Yeah, I, I helped I helped help them eliminate Yemen and Germany. Eliminate Yemen? <laughs> I thought you were you liberating them, or were you eliminating them? Bro, eliminating I stopped el- I stopped World War Two, and I also helped that fucking target that, acquired. Yeah, <laughs> that, that fucking dude who made the nuke. I, I helped them fucking make the nuke too. I ended World War Two. I've been, yeah. I've been fucking. And I, I have him a medal of honor too. Uh, I was in special forces. I was a Navy SEAL. Uh, yeah, I was a lot of stuff. He puts the op and op and I'm Keegan Halsey. <laughs> I'm not stealing valor right now. All right, so you've been to other countries. <laughs> you were talking about like directness. You've been oh, to yeah, other sorry. countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but anyway, so I've been to all these countries, right? And the the he's and cultured fuckers. And it's funny, people people ask me, oh, where's the craziest place you've been to? Where's the weirdest place you've been to? I always say America. Your mom. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm your sorry. mom, but America, but I, I mean. <laughs> your mom, but America. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm being, like, I'm being serious, though, because it's, like, th- this place is the, this is the, mo- like, this is the anomaly of the world. We don't realize it. Like, most countries don't have financing. 
Like, oh no, it's a, e- it's even, a joke. Even for the, even but you gotta for the, take advantage of it. People. That's what I'm saying. Even for the investors <laughs> who are funding this area, even for the, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is an anomaly. Like, we live in palaces compared to these people. Like, some of them eat dogs on the side of the fucking road. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know about stocks. They don't know about fucking Twitter and TikTok. What the fuck's new now? Honestly, it's people like, hate like on we're credit. The, we're, we're the weirdest place. That's all I'm saying. People are like, you owe debt and credit. I'm like, yeah, but if I were to die today, I don't really owe that money. Yeah, no, that's That's correct. <laughs> well, depending on how high, if it's enough money, it will go on to your But yeah, if you no, don't yeah, have exactly. family. Well, yeah, they'll put a, they'll put a judgment but on But if property, you don't have family. Stuff. They'll find the nearest family member. Hey. But if they don't have, if you don't have any family. That's fair. <laughs> you might as well run it up, baby. I mean, if, if we were, if, by that, though, like, if, if if you were to look at it, it'd be like, what is it, like, Hunger Games? You know how they have those layers as you get to the end? It's the onion. The onion games. You know what I mean? It's like the, <laughs> the Hunger Games. The onion. <laughs> yeah, because there's layers. There is. <laughs> Everything's an onion, bro. <laughs> Everything's an onion, bro. It's all onions. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're saying as it gets in, the on, the on, as the onion as gets the close. As the onion gets to the inner layer. Of the onion. <laughs> of the onion. <laughs> the <layer. laughs> as the origami unfolds. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about, yeah, so we're the anomaly. People will eat dogs in other countries. We finance. We're not as direct. I think that's where we started. Yeah, like like I'm saying this, like, I I fucking hate saying it because this is so, like, Rome is such a cheesy topic at this point. Right, like to, to the media. Boyfriend who talks about Rome. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like all all boys love Rome. What's, What's a woman's Rome? You know what I'm saying? But whatever, it's like we literally are modern day Rome and the fact that we're so unattached from reality, we're in such a bubble. Just like, you know, Deer Park and our hometowns have these bubbles around them. Uh, America is a small town of the world that has a bubble around it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's we're so like, detached like we from the reality of what's no, going on. Like, this is not reality, and that's why, like, like I just have, like, one of the most difficult things for me. Well, it is reality to us, which is yeah, yeah. weird, yeah. Yeah, but to me, well, it is my reality, too, and the fact that I'm here experiencing it, and I have to, like, but it's not like I, I can't take it seriously in the fact that like but e- even at my job right like if I like put a number wrong I, I, I can lose the company like a couple hundred thousand dollars right like yeah that would suck and I don't want to do that right and I would lose my job but I'm not going to die and no bu- nobody else died there's no right. being shot nobody's starving it's like like this is a fake number on a screen this this is a video game with more serious consequences not to bring it you up, you but know like, what I mean? not to bring it up, but like uh, that mentality is the same mentality I was having earlier in the conversation that we were arguing about. It's yeah, it's like, no, is how serious is it? Like, how how is how it much, really? How much what are impact? The con- what, are the, much, what are the consequences? How much really? impact can this possibly have? What's yeah. the real damage here? Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. that mentality. That's it's like, what are we really doing to cause this problem? Like, is this like? In the grand scheme of everything that is existing in on the planet and in the universe, is this problem something that we? Why can do really people care tr- about a credit score? Like people are on the internet arguing, like if they don't have this certain credit score, I can't date you. It's like, dude, where have we come? Oh my How God. the mighty six foot. <laughs> don't, d- hey, d- don't, don't start. Credit scores? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm like, not no. credit scores, but the idea of finance being an important part of your future relationship. I mean, that's a normal thing that people look at. When I mean, there's poor people other, and there's rich you know? people all across time. No, I know, I know, I know. It's not like back then they were like, hey, dude, honestly, you can't afford the luxury suit. But a lot of people. <laughs> nope, I'm sorry. There were crediting agencies. There were. I think the hey, difference. There were credit agencies in the Stone Age. But I think the difference. 
But I think the difference is is that like whereas it used to be a goal to find somebody that had financial freedom or financial stability to a degree, now it's an expectation. Well, no, that's look. So well, I, it was always an expectation. No. Okay, you gotta look. I like, mean, look at Aladdin. There's like, poor people, people and there's rich people. Other royal people. It's a cartoon. You're not marrying. <laughs> but it's based on real. Yeah, it's based on true like situations, like not the storyline, but like <laughs> the genies based on true <laughs> situations. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Robin Williams is no. a person. I get that, but like, come on. <laughs> no, but there's always been like fucking like print like back when you know there's prince or princesses. There still are to this day in some fu- like monarchs, you know. Yeah, because people the thing is, there's rich, a longer there's line. luxury, a longer and then there's like the poor people, and it's like people will always look to be like, I wish that was Up what I or at least at least equal. But yeah, no one's like, like I want to marry someone with less money than me. Some, Some people, people are. And only Some people don't give a fuck unless about you that. have a genie who makes you look like you have more money. And Some people don't give a fuck about that shit. Some and then your personality shines through. After Some people that. don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah, some people don't. Is that Aladdin? Yes. Yeah. Kinda. You need to see Aladdin. Have you not seen Aladdin? I have seen Aladdin. I he's he's racist. He hasn't w- seen Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> That's my the, the one with Will, Will Smith as a genie, or are we talking about? No, 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 I think that he's actually cool. was one of the few good live action. I'm not I gonna lie, that was shit was bad. I what? It. I didn't like it. I thought it was good. I stopped watching as soon as they started. I didn't like how much of a musical movies, it was. I pretty much gave up on it. it they lost me with mu- the musical. It, Aladdin's a musical. It's a cartoon though, and it was made in the nineties. <laughs> Have you That's watched any fact, Pixar movie? They're all <laughs> That's a fact, I guess. They're all musicals. Not They're all of them, no. Most of them, like, not like musical musicals. Like oh, yeah. I mean, Disney movies, yeah, for sure. Some of them. The newest ones, animations, musicals. Not like musicals where, like, the characters are singing the lyrics and dancing to the fucking song. That yeah, they it's are. It's like musical, like, yes, they have, like, iconic musical, like, no, what's the, what's the word? Whenever it's a, like the the score, well, the score no, they, is fire. No, they all like Aladdin was a musical. Name one that wasn't a musical. Your mom's. That's not. No, one. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I have a question. Up. All right. <laughs> do you think they could do a live action Fantasia? No. Please stop. Dude, li- imagine seeing a live action Mickey Mouse. I mean, just uh, a dude like, with fucking fat ass ears. <laughs> if you think about it, they already did like Beauty and the Beast live action. And that's kind of like a beginning portion of that because his house was kind of like alive and there's like brooms and teapots and shit. I will say that's shit. probably one of the more easy ones to do of the like. like. But Fantasia is just a bunch of like inanimate l- objects being, you know, like. But it's also like you got to make a Mickey Mouse live action. How the fuck are you going to do that? With Fantasia? Yeah. Ain't Mickey Mouse with the <laughs> fucking wizard hat in Fantasia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm on his level. <laughs> 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 but I think, yeah, Mickey Mouse got... So this is what I was saying. is It's like in fucking like Snow White would be an easy one for live action because you can make dwarves in live action. They already did it in like Lord of the Rings and shit they like that. They exist in real life. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> <laughs> How's that fucked up? <laughs> the official scientific name is dwarfism. But... It's little people, Daniel. It's ridiculous how you don't know that. That's ridiculous. I think crazy. it would be a lot cooler if we just actually, you know, separated it. Not like separated us as people, but, you know. You don't respect the LPs. It's okay. We have dwarves, and then we really can be like we have dwarves, and then we have, you know, whatever. And then we mutate along the way. Eventually, we'll have elves, maybe. 
So it's just going to be fucking the Lord of the Rings is like a fucking prequel to so this, this is off topic. <laughs> but I was asking him, I was like, do you think we'll have superheroes in the future? He did ask me that earlier. That and I the, didn't the, know the how to origin of the question. No, <laughs> <laughs> I said that's off topic. What do you think? I mean, so he said, this I is off topic. He said that was the origin <laughs> of what I was talking about. I don't. No, Look, I, did, uh, I've, I've, I think I have a good answer for this. All right. I don't think we'll see superheroes. Right. But we'll see meta Ninja humans, like, like, you know, meta heroes. I think that's what they call it, right? It's like, it's like a Batman. He's not a superhero. He's just, he just fuck shit up. He's yeah, but you don't think we'll mutate human genes at some point where someone's like, uh, they fucked me up in a lab. And then they're like, <laughs> look at that. And then come out and you're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, that guy's fucked up. In the same way we that I think. already have that. In the same way that I think mermaids can we also could. already be real, just not in the way that we think about it, like and imagine it and draw it type shit. Like it could just be, it doesn't have to be like a humanoid figure. It can just be an intelligent life form that has a civilization under the sea type shit. Under the that can sea. All the, that it doesn't have to be. <laughs> you're a dickhead. <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> that is full circle. Is it? <laughs> Yeah. Back to oh, Disney what? movies. Yeah, oh, I had to see, bro. Okay, fair. No, that was like Little Mermaid. Movie, but no, but I caught what you were saying. I caught what he was saying. Same shit. You did it at first, but uh, I, I mean, it at first you did, but fuck you. Um. Anyways, my point is, is that like it could just be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the point. Sorry. My point is, is that instead, like, the point is, the how did you readjust originally? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> The point is, is that like we could have superheroes, but not in the way that you think about it, and not in like the Batman way either. More so in the more way so that, like, like the dad I mean, who I picks up his daughter from school every cyberpunk, bro. <laughs> every day. The guy. Oh, yeah. cyberpunk. It would be that would be what happened. The father that stepped up. That's the real superhero. Oh, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You were just sitting there. You're like, not the not the Batman Daddy. either. Not the mutated freak. <laughs> Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> the change of underwear to take me to. I was the gonna fact. say this like it won't even be like a superhero. It'll be like what you're talking about, like where there's like a scientific fuck up and somebody's just like a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> really? Where I'm at is like, why is the fucking every time there's a mutant fuck up, they're genius somehow. They're like, I'm a scientist. <laughs> like, why is it not just that is never how it happens. You know, they're metaphysicists all of a sudden. If we're gonna be, I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man. Like, yeah, no, I mean in real life though. No, what they're gonna do? They're gonna take the homeless <laughs> guy off right. the street like, who's on every meth. time they have these genetic mutations, it works out so well, and they're like, oh, I'm just like super muscular. I look really good, and I have superpowers, and it's like, wow, that. It sucks when you suffer. Yeah, a major I imagine mutation. Rick and Morty whenever like they t- all turned into bug people. <laughs> oh yeah, that's more so. <laughs> that's what, what I imagine. Like Cronenberg, like Cronenberg shit. Yeah, 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 Only yeah. good bugs a dead bug. Starship <laughs> <laughs> okay. Troopers, all right. Movies <laughs> 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 on my part. Oh, dude, wait, real quick, real quick, fun fact about that that fucking movie. One point in the movie where like the kid, you know, he, he like Harvard Fulbright scholarship. What movie is this? Uh, Starship Troopers. So if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, not that big spoiler, but whatever. Fuck you. Shit's fucking 80s. 20 years old, so, 40 yeah. years old. Yeah. Is it not yeah, it's Super Troopers or Starship? No, Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Oh, I've never Starship seen Troopers. that. At one point, the, the, the kid, he, he gets like some full ride. You saw the, I'm doing right? my part. I'm doing yeah. my part. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing on. my part. I'm not doing fucking shit. I haven't seen that, no. It's the, it's the, you haven't seen that meme? No. They put, okay, never mind, sorry. Shit. But like the the <laughs> first part, of, like that, I didn't do fucking shit. Is the Tim Robinson shit? But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I could probably I could probably look it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but the first part of that, that I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. That's from the Starship Troopers movie back that they're talking about. All right, what were you saying? Yeah, it's an eighties fucking really great, cheesy but great sci fi movie. Uh, but anyways, at one part, the, uh, the kid, he's like, he gets some full ride Harvard scholarship to like, I think maybe law school or some bullshit like that, right? And uh, but he decides to join the mobile infantry to fight the <laughs> bugs, right? And um, and the dad's pissed, you know, and he, he's like, he's like, you're throwing away your career for, for for this, and he's just like, it's not a career, it's a term of service. So where I'm getting at with the story is, um, was my last field op. Marine Corps, we were out in like 29 Palms, California, the armpit of California, and our lieutenant at the time was like, hey, want to watch Starship Troopers today in the hooch? <laughs> we, we're in the desert. We had nothing to do. Uh, he found a projector somewhere, and I have no idea how, but anyways, we had a projector playing Starship Troopers. That part came where he's like, it's not, he's like, it's not a career, it's a term of service, and I was like, exactly, <laughs> and he was, and like, people were sort of laughing, but he was pissed. He was like, shut the fuck up, Halsey. Fucking shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, oh man, Dude, that's a skit right. scene right there. Like y'all are like putting our stuff. Everyone just gather around. He's like, exactly. He's like, Sh- you like, shut well, the well, fuck well, up. I'm sorry, but but the irony of it is is that he 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 wanted to play this movie as a moto thing. But the whole point of that movie is that like, the military is a fucking lie. It's propaganda, <laughs> you know. So and I was like, yep. And then he got Did, mad at this it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you put in the movie, bro. I didn't do it. You're the literally. You're everyone the feeling commander. a little bit more motivated? I can't motivated. fucking tell you no. <laughs> yeah. Looks, looks at Everett, turns it off. Yeah. So, we, we, we all feeling a little bit better about I, ourselves today? You, you, you it's possible that someone recommended Look. the movie? There's no Maybe. sound, but like. I'm doing mine. Yeah. yeah. It's Tim Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing fucking, do fucking shit. shit. <laughs> I'm doing Wait, can you go back? Can you play that? Replay that real quick. Yeah. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I I'm didn't do fucking shit. Tim Robinson is a genius. I love go that. Back. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. That Tim Robinson yeah. shit is fucking okay, hilarious. Yeah, so y'all, y'all haven't seen is, that right? shit. Y'all got to see that shit. Cause, Cause, yeah, because he's showing him the memes now, right? Put it in his mouth. I like to be on top of you, Cole. So he's showing him the memes now, right? And like people are like, oh, that that one dude from the memes, but it's like, Cole, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's Cole. like that one dude from the memes, right? But I'm like, no, Cole this, this guy him. has been big, bro. <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying, it's, it's just funny how how his meme, how he's starting to be the meme guy because yeah. of his show. It was, it's just like, no, dude, this guy's a show, you know. And, and do, 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 yeah, but do y'all know the origin of his show? Of Tim yeah. Robinson's show? Yeah, yeah. No. He was, oh yeah, no. So, uh, real quick, it won't be long. So he he um he was I think he was an SNL writer or something. All the skits got rejected. So the rejected skits he took and brought it to Netflix as his own show, and that's what he made. And then for real, yeah, SNL sucks. Yeah, I've seen the show. I didn't know that that was like S- rejected SNL. No, I was sitting there showing Shelby the other day, and she was just like, "This is so hard to watch because she hates watching like secondhand and embarrassing things." And a lot of his skits are like, "You're like, oh, you're like." Who's wait? Who's kids? Tim Robinson. Your mom's, oh, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some of them are pretty funny. No, they're all funny. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're when they're in the restaurant and he's like, he's like, maniac? can you go tell her? He's like, can you go tell her oh. that she's supposed to share the fucking. Oh my god! The nachos. He's like, like, and then the, the dude, the waiter does it. What's funny about the skits is it's it, they're so ridiculous, but the the uncanny logic and that ends up playing out. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, dude. She just gets mad. She's like, did you just yeah. tell the waiter to yeah. tell me that? He's like, what? Yeah. What? 
<laughs> yeah, if you haven't, go check out Tim Robinson. That shit's yeah. funny. Great, great, great day, hilarious. Dude. That's crazy but, uh, though. SNL does suck though. I'm not gonna lie, they went downhill so they hard. Just, uh, now, like I feel like when I watch their older episodes, you like the old ones, like when you know we watched because our parents watched more cowboy, more watch, cowbell you know I mean? type shit. Yeah, yeah you know, like, like shit, shit that we Will had Ferrell. to get shown, but like it really d- didn't get funnier than. Oh, I mean, like those pretty much just flat. But it goes back to what we were saying. Like when you look at comedy movie, peak comedy movies. Like, it's all a lot of those actors are those people. You know, a lot of those the actors in those movies were from SNL. Now you look at SNL, you're like, who? You name one person other than Keenan Thompson and maybe a Colin Jost and uh, what's his name? Michael. Uh, Michael Shea. Michael Shea. I feel like that's uh, three wait. people, though. That's kind of like. Yeah, but like they've been on <laughs> yeah, the show I don't know, for the current people that just got here. It, recently, I have no idea. And the thing is, Keenan Thompson has been writing for that SNL. show for so long, and honestly, his comedy's gotten worse over time. I don't watch SNL to be fair, so I'm not gonna sit here and. Act I used to watch I quite do. a few skits, and they were pretty bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch like I watched them back in the day when I was a kid because of my parents watch type thing, and like I don't remember it was funny, but I don't keep type thing. That's it's not, I don't think it's bad. I'm just saying I can't confirm or deny your point. Oh, I, I would watch the size. <laughs> that, that's fair. I would. I would. What actually. if we're getting old and it's not the new humor? Or what if? Think about that. What it's if not, we're it's just not realizing the kids that humor. you think they're watching SNL? No, we're, but you know, I just I I, I think we just have gotten to. I don't know. There is like a certain. Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. The kids. You think the kids Y'all are like, oh see. shit, that skit was killer. I think there is a threshold though, like that Fuck you do no. cross as a comedy fan, where it's like. You, you're not really that impressed by the shit that comes on TV. You do e- either have to do your research on like comedians doing sets, or you have to actually go to live shows. It's to just like find are better found comedians. on YouTube and shit. You know what I mean? I mean and not yes. just comedians because it's just like because it's like they have more f- like reign to do what they want rather to than a degree, yeah. But ra- it's also they're the mo- like most of the people. What I'm trying to say is, is most of the mainstream artists aren't really doing like that. They aren't doing skits that are really that great. Where has a- SNL cast is not, not, not even mainstream artists. Like, they're, they're like, who the fuck? You some know? of them are. A lot of them are. A lot of them are, like, mainstream writers. That's more. Yeah. They're, like, big writers helping. Like, hey, yeah, we could write this shitty skit for the week just to get us through so we can maintain on the network. I'm look that up. Oh, you want a good, good skit? Hold on, hold on. Have you seen the Adam Driver skit where he's the oil? No. Uh, he's, like, an oil tycoon guy? No. It's, like, uh... What is it like career day? Like so, all the dads come to the, to the classroom to explain their career. That one's funny. Gr- yeah, that one's funny. Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah Pete Davidson. <laughs> that one is funny. Okay, that is funny. All right, that, so one is good. that one is good. So obviously, they Michael Shea, Colin there, Jost. It's just not very frequent. But that was honestly a long Mikey time ago. Mikey Day. He's uh, he used to be on fucking. Uh, What's the Wild dude with the glasses? Out? I don't know if he's okay, still he's on there. He's kind of funny. The guy he is funny. The guy with the glasses. He used to make skits back in his own skits too. Like there's the one Kyle and there's the one called oh, Kyle. Uh, Bo and Yang. No, that's Wait. not. But he also made a skit where he's like talking about smoke. He's like, you want to smoke that derp derp, smirk derp, derp, skirt derp. And the then ginger like, dude with the glasses. It might be. But w- say the name. Uh. James Austin Johnson. That's not him. No. <laughs> but this dude also that's like. It's really beautiful. James Austin Johnson. All right, you shut the fuck up, you white yeah, person. <laughs> Nah, I got <laughs> you. I'm about to. That's a beautiful name. You should <laughs> fucking <laughs> think so about naming your nephew that. It just, it was so dignified. It was like, you know. Shut the fuck up. Reminded me like George <laughs> Washington or something. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? You just, what? 
I will really agree classic. with you. It just sounded like a really old school. <laughs> Chloe school Fineman, thing. Heidi Gardner, uh, Kanan Thompson. You said that. Oh, and yeah. yeah, I don't know a lot of these people. Funky Johnson. Oh, they're crushing. Sarah Sherman. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody in their craft. Um, But uh, it seems like SNL needs some help in the casting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Are I think you applying? Pete Davidson Fuck wasn't no. really doing anything, and they still kept him on just because they were like, he's bringing in views. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm funnier than any of these people, but like, Jesus Christ. I thought this was like a nationally broadcast like show. <laughs> and yeah, it's still getting like famous people to perform and famous people to like. Maybe that's what they're actually. On. Honestly, one of the best parts of SNL. Yeah, name the last one. Uh, I have no idea. I don't. Yeah. Watch it all right. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'm just saying that was like <laughs> no joke. That was one of the coolest parts of it. <laughs> oh, I don't watch it. I just thought that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what they rely on. I mean, I don't know because no, don't I don't watch, watch it, it now. I'm just saying, like, like that was one of the cooler parts of the whole show in general. I, was that I they had the musical guest every time, and usually they did like a, you know what I mean? Like they do a different performance <laughs> on call, SNL. That call they me out, of, call me out of pocket, but it would appear that that would make sense since you are a musician. Call me out of pocket, but that would make sense if the jokes are terrible and the skits are bad. It's like, yeah, I didn't laugh at all, but I mean, the musicians were fire. I will say there was some some people that I've seen be the musical guests on there that I had no idea who they were. And I was just like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I I ended up following them because of that, you know. That's how I discovered Kanye Name them now. (laughs) <laughs> you better do Bobby Boop. What do you do? Scat performances? No, I was saying well, you, you need more scat in Majanos. <laughs> we need more scat there, I think, is what we need. I said Wait. that earlier. Y'all didn't pick up on it. But you applying? No. <laughs> the, the world, we as in the people of the United States of America to form a more perfect union, needs <laughs> 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 need scat. In all Majanos <laughs> restaurants, <laughs> specifically. Pronto, <laughs> pronto, pronto. We the people. <laughs> this is an Italian-based company, but if you can get American yeah, real that, quick. That, that was actually from uh, Pineapple Express, but that was a bit from it. Yeah, you're a stealer, bro. Hey, what's up? Okay, you guys like the band Corn? I'm pretty corny, but I mean. I'm just curious. Like, like, it's calm. When he does that, and he's like, boom, da, da, da. He's basically doing metal scat. That's funny. Metal scat. It's calm. <laughs> it's That's like juice. him saying a hot dog is basically a taco. <laughs> Honestly, everyone who listens to corn from now on, just think of it as metal scat. When I when you say <laughs> when, I, when I hear scat, scat I think of it. like shit now for some reason. Which I gotta make random so noises. That, I'm a freak on a leash. That's metal scat. <laughs> uh, I'm just a freak on a leash. <laughs> dude, honestly. Oh, corn, dude. Jesus. On, the, on and off. Alright, so back to readjusting from the military. <laughs> oh, yeah, to so the original cover. Oh, yeah. That's right. 
So yeah, you have so some good CBD, bud. So some back to so back to the original question. <laughs> uh, how did how did life go after military? <laughs> how did life go? Whatever <laughs> Honestly, this has been a really good pop. I just I apologize to anyone listening who's like, who? What the fuck? They're like those. They're like that CBD really. Uh, Got him. Hey, pretty. This, th- this is why we got. I think we got amphetamines a, when we were eight. Because I think we, we got a good batch. Really. I think what? we got a good batch of CBD. Yeah, a good, a good batch <laughs> of CBD. Is weird. That's crazy, man. Wow. We'll talk to our local shaman oh, about sh- what they've done to us. Undoubtedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, but so honestly, this very complex question. How much of an are too? Quite a bit. How much have I answered? No, no, no. Honestly, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to answer your question. The question, but I seem to readdress on it because we kind of went. So probably. I know what you're talking about. I think. I think. Back to you, Cotton. Fuck you off. I think where we're at in the question is kind of like I think we kind of got what your adjustment was at getting into the military. So once you come came back, like where was your mind at and how did you kind of get to where you're at today type shit? Okay, cool. How'd so you so readjust? Yeah, like so, so we addressed the civilians when you were like, yeah. I civilians. Yeah. Those damn civilians, they just don't get it. They don't <laughs> yeah. watch the Fox and then we were News. talking about star <laughs> sh- we were talking about Starship Troopers, remember when he was like, Hey yeah, yeah, you wanna you. watch this movie? And you were like, Exactly. Got you. So we we've addressed enough of the entry process and the um Yeah, you said um, you were gonna start from the beginning the, the, and the I don't think I don't think we ever got through any of that, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like I said, it's a long tangent. So I, I guess we've addressed enough the uh, indoctrination process today. So yeah. we'll get well. So we'll, we'll skip to the to the post part. Postpartum um, depression. Yeah. So w- when you get out, right? It's like I- everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Honestly, though, no, no, it's it's funny as shit. <laughs> but 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 it's serious though too. But it's like so when you get out, right? Like you've the last four years of your life's been tempo, tempo, tempo. You know, like fucking this, this, and that. And like when you're dealing with explosives and shit like that, like that could fucking kill. Not like oh, I fucked up this. Idle work. I got to reset it and get them to quit. Phone number. Know, it's like when it's, it's not like the it, banks and shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like oh shit. If I fuck this up, I can not only will I kill myself, I'll kill like five people around me. So it's like you look at that, and then you're looking at people like, dude, you missed a number, dude. You fucking ruined the company. You're yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. No, no, honestly, yes, exactly. Because it's like, and being straightforward it, too. I think you yeah, were saying so just like being like as direct when you come back is like difficult because then people are like, what the fuck is wrong with precisely, you? Precisely, like you, you nailed it. Cause it's like I, I get out, I get out of the, out of like the you know. Like not blowing myself up. I did a good job. I'm here for now, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's like when you get when you get out and you're you know like a bank job and shit. But it's like when you're, when you're straightforward to them about the facts, right? Because like when you're real explosive, it's like, hey, this is going on. This is fucking dangerous. You can say, oh, hey, fuck that, fuck this, right? Because we're about to, we're about to die. That, that that's okay. Like you're about to fucking die, so you can be very colloquial, very straightforward. But when it comes to banking shit, you gotta be. Yeah, so I was kind of going through this uh this <laughs> this statement, and uh and uh I I I I I uh I saw this. I I think this may this number might be wrong. Is that what you think too? And like you know you you have to, you have to really beat around the bush, and you have to know ultimately you have to know corporate politics, it's own fucking world too. Whole other conversation, but it's just like I it, think it's just so funny it's similar to, and it kind of goes back to how it's harder than things seem. So it's like I'm not gonna die, no matter what I fucking fuck up. Worst case scenario, right. y'all fire me and I find a new job. Goddamn. 
But I think the thing is, too, though, like in any industry, there's some type of politics. You know, it's just honestly, though, it's navigating that, knowing your personality, being able to talk to people. It does suck because oh, yeah. there are going to be those people like, hey, um, are you going to be like, hey, yo, like, so I just want to double check that. Is that good? And like, yeah. And you're like, all right. And just leave. Instead of like, yeah. um, hey, I was wondering, like, what the fuck do you want? Get out of my office. <laughs> no, exactly. No, 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 no. For real, the corporate politics fluctuates than like what you know trade you're in, especially in the service industry. It is so straightforward. It's like, where the fuck's my drink at? They're bitching at me. Oh no, you hey, can you talk know, to the yeah. managers like, hey yo, can you do this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's literally like this if like if you figure it out, because like some people do see the managers like, oh shit, that's my manager. But after you work in the restaurant industry long enough, you're just like. Oh shit! Yeah. All right. Hey, can you just yeah. do this shit real quick? And they're like, "Yeah, all right." Usually, they're not doing anything. To be fair. Yes. Um. Exactly. But is the, and get, usually get me back on track. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just saying that uh, in the service industry, managers are typically free. Uh, they're either dealing with a problem that they don't want to be dealing with, so they're willing to put that to the side to handle whatever you need, <laughs> or they aren't doing anything and they can do whatever you need them to do. <laughs> it's kind of their job to deal with that bullshit. True. It is their job yeah, to deal with the bullshit. And most of them are just like, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if y'all saw that like uh, viral. I don't know what to call it. It's like a clip, I guess, of like a dude stand up. But he was talking about he had like a chart, like a presentation type shit. That's why I don't know what to call it. Because it was kind of stand up, but he also had like a PowerPoint type shit. But he was talking about like whenever you are working a job and you like start lying like you can lie so much and there's a threshold for that until you start like it's becomes increasingly hard for you to call yourself a good employee and increasingly <laughs> better for you to call yourself a good manager yeah. <laughs> it's like the more you lie like the less that it, the less you are a good employee the best like the more you are a candidate for a good manager type shit that is true and then it's like that he was talking about is like that at that once you're at that like threshold type shit you can lie so much that you lose all your employees' confidence, and at that point, you're a good candidate for. I don't. I don't know what the next one was. I think it was. Oh, it was HR. <laughs> oh my and, god! And yeah. then fucking. HR. And then, uh, going through HR, he's like, once you get tired of dealing with people's bullshit, then you use all of your experience and you just go into sales. <laughs> and it was like this fucking track is how so many Americans use their life. <laughs> sales. Why would you go through all that just to not go to sales? Well, I would say if you're a server and you go straight to sales, it's kind of living on like the same like lack of security, like hoping for benefit type shit. Honestly, if you're wor if you're worried about like money, just go into banking. Finance. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty stable. He, he's, he's, pretty he's sitting there stable. like, hey. Not a bad idea. If you didn't have problems in math class, you should be fine. Shit, my plan is IT. It's pretty much essentially the same route as yeah. for the most part. Is this stable? Well, the, the, the funny thing is, it's like when I talk about my bank job, my friends and shit, right? They think I'm doing all these crazy calculations and numbers. But I haven't. My man's doing no. Microsoft Excel. Oh, yeah, you beat me to it again. So, uh, yeah, literally, I have an Excel sheet for everything. Like, literally, <laughs> if, if, if I have to calculate people's rental, rental, rent, uh, rental income, it's like, like literally, every line, there's a note on it. It says, uh, look on their tax return, 1040, Schedule K, Part 1C, plug this number in. Literally, like, a monkey could do my 
Like, I, I'm, I'm really not doing all this crazy shit. Like, if, if you got through junior high. You know what's crazy is most accounting jobs are also, until you get, like, higher up, majority of accounting jobs are also just L. It's just like, hey, can you just put in that those numbers for me? And you're just sitting there all day going through, like, stacks of paper, just like, this fucking sucks. Would, would, would you say that's kind of akin to what it is like? Akin well, to Barbie? Well, with accounting, uh, I don't have first-hand experience with accounting specifically. But uh, my thing is, but also for my note from accounting <laughs> though, sorry, my bad. If this is a boring tangent, whatever, you got me on it. It's my fault. I said something stupid. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> moving, moving, <laughs> moving forward. I'll, I'll get the joke later. Right. Um. I didn't even get the joke, but I love this. Just to get it out of the way, I said, "Is that akin to what it's like?" And he said, "Akin to Barbie." That <laughs> <laughs> joke. I You're a fucking it. idiot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry about the delay. What's akin to a Barbie? You know what yeah, I'm saying? But right? Like, I, but I, I, accounting <laughs> also just deals more with just like uh, financial numbers. It can also do like if you're a rancher, right? Like you have to you have to account for how much cattle you, have, how much like you know like corn all that bullshit you have. We're accounting for more money. Yeah. So like accounting does get very 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 different. Well, it depends. Like, that's what I was saying. It's like accounting is different. Like there are the like there's different types of accounting. What the like fuck that, is accounting? What? What the fuck is accounting? That's a good <laughs> question. Well, sometimes too. there's people who do auditing <laughs> and shit. One of my friends, he does the auditing. So basically, he just looks at the numbers like something's not adding up, and then they just go to somebody else who's like, "I'm gonna go check that out." Like the FBI. <laughs> kind of. You're like you're like looking at people's numbers and businesses' numbers, and you just basically are like. And putting all the numbers and, like, adding shit up and shit, trying to make sure everything lines up. And then you're just like, that doesn't look right. It's like doing a lot of the legwork for somebody above you. But they have multiple people doing just essentially a bunch of legwork. And they supervise that legwork. And they're like, hey, I came up with this answer. <laughs> if you're an accountant and we're breaking down your job yeah. like this, I'm sorry. The but best this sounds yeah, hey, fucking hey, horrible. Feel, <laughs> no, feel, feel free. Please feel free to correct us in the comment section too. Okay. Yeah, Clearly that's we fair. don't know what we're Please. talking about. But like the best accounts are the ones you think of when you like work for a rich person. Like, what are my finances looking like, and what aren't the make? best accountants the ones with the best accounts? Yes. <laughs> to, I mean, like, dude, yeah, like, they're the best with money. Not, they not, know not, how to put their to money say in the like right place. That, not even like saying like on a skill level. Just saying like, can't you just be a shitty? Can't you be a shitty accountant and just get a great account and just all of a sudden be a great accountant? So you're not thinking about finance. Finance are the guys who know like what money to put and what like you know investment account type thing. But there are people who get good clients and suck too, though. There's people who nail great clients and they're like, "Yeah, I fucked off all your money. I hope you don't mind." Are you talking about like hedge fund people? Yeah. There's accounts who will drop you though because you're like, "Yeah, you're not really. You don't have any more money, bud. So you can't pay me." Sorry. Guys, do you guys do any investing? This is also mainly a question for Keegan because I've never asked him. But hey, I dude. feel like he probably has. But I uh, threw ten dollars in crypto. I'm at twenty, so you might as well suck you me threw off two now. Two in crypto, and you're at twenty. Ten. You're at ten dollars. I put ten dollars. Oh, in. and now you're at twenty. But I also had money in other things. So I mean, I, have, uh, I didn't put a lot of money. Well, okay, in. Okay, no, no, that so was a question. small increments. So you guys I have money in investing. I realistically. I have, I have multiple modes of investment. I have this podcast. I've spent yep. a lot of money. I haven't gained a single dollar. <laughs> it's a losing uh, investment, but uh, we're, we're 
basketball. I have a pretty like fat ass like with a ph uh basketball card collection and a min not as fat ass with a ph uh card collection of football cards um that has been a little bit of an investment because i can actually turn a profit on what i've spent so far based on what i have um and then the third investment i would say would be the um the time investment that I've put into Daniel, because I really like that guy. He's a good guy. Uh, uh, that's a social investment. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here putting my 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 places and energies and things in the right places and energies. <laughs> See, it, it, that's great way to put that. If I had more money, I would invest it terribly. I know. <laughs> no, honestly, I thought about. I've been thinking about a lot. If I were to win the lottery. First thing I would do is buy a bunch of land. That way, that's already secure. Whatever, that's out of the way. And then the second thing I would do is throw a sick ass event. The second thing, and then the third thing I do forget everything else. Party. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I would make money back on that. You know, if I if I did it right, promoted it right, and all. No, nah, dude, you got to take a sick ass loss. And then <laughs> <laughs> third, the third thing I would do is probably just invest in a bunch of art and shit. So I'd probably lose some money. I think art and property, right? That I mean, that was what I. Wait, so no, we're gonna. Do you ask about the first investment ever, or just no, no, just do you have money invested in other than? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, do you have like, like, you know, you get. You know yeah, my mean? money's put in uh, a lot of places. Um, it's on hold. I was more asking, like, <laughs> do you have money in Bitcoin, you know, or something like, like, because you said you do, right? And you having yeah, uh, that's XRP. I have some Joe's Joe's Ripple stacks. right now. I have a million Joe's Fats Fats stacks. So I've got money going to my mortgage. I also have money going to. I could have put into okay, a PSP in the military. I fucked that up. Long story short. A PSP in the military? Like George St. Pierre? PSP. Oh, G like I thought you said it's GSP. Like, it's, like a, it's like a whole other retire retirement account you get it paid to. I fucked it up. They gave the class during boot camp. I was falling asleep. Right? So it's like I couldn't stay awake, and they're trying to teach me like finance. Like, fucking 18, first. So, like, even if I wasn't in boot camp, I'd be like, but anyways, but I was tired too, get you. And, and they were like, do you, do you want to buy into this? I was like, oh, shit, this, like, you can do it later. I'm like, right. and later never came. So, and whatever. But nonetheless, I have bigger investments on the way. Yeah. That's a pause. I, I, you don't have your money in anything. No, yeah, no, no. So I have, money, I have my money into a 401k. That's matched. But by like anything like investments, like do you have anything in like any stocks or? Uh, cryptocurrency. No, no stocks. I I have money. Like I said, one k in the mortgage right now. In any like businesses, small businesses, you might believe I in. I don't. I don't have enough capital for that. Like well, fine and dandy. You know, you could invest <laughs> in. Yeah, I think that's a good business I mean, to no, invest in. I, I, I really think I. I really think I am not in the way that. Yeah, not I'm, in the financial. I'm stocks, but more so, I would love life. He's like, I'm uh, already kind of invested. I let you guys use my lever all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like, uh, no, like, well, yes, no, yeah. All the time I could have dick and butt, it's like he's over there just recording podcasts and fucking. Every Wednesday night, I'm like, oh, he's with Josh and Daniel. <laughs> Fuck them. They're assholes. He's going to come home smelling like them. Yeah. <laughs> Smell like your dog's parts. Smell like right? a Ryan's ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but. No, yeah, no, I I'm think. Sorry, but I'm, 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 I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off because, like, like one of the main reasons. I went in this podcast today. So cool. 
beginning of great things. Like, I'm telling you, y'all you apply to this right now. Fuck you, bro. I see I see a very great humble beginning. I want to be a part of it. Thank y'all for letting me come on. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, we're glad to have Steve. Yeah, we're glad. Woo! Yeah. Now we're glad to have you on. We won't <laughs> 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 if you want to help us. Honestly, it's been crazy to watch it. Like, build. I mean, anyone who's watched us, too, has probably been like, holy shit. Like, from, like, each set to where we started. Honestly, adding Cole and then, you know, eventually adding you to the project would be sick as fuck, too. I mean, it, it would be fucking amazing. I mean, we've all supported each other too. Like, I I've thrown shows and had y'all on the bill as well. You know what oh I yeah. mean? It's been it's fucking. Talk a little bit louder. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. And um, wh- and what's cool about that? And I think what y'all understand too. It's like, cause like y'all know me. I I'm a part of of the uh, local hustle. I guess if you give it a fucking name, right? Like you know, I I'm in a local band. I was in a local band, and I'm I'm like you know starting a new project with Cole right now. And I understand the hustle and what it is to like have like this great idea, but you have no idea how the fuck to go about it. But you're just trying your best. Oh, and, dude. And, and, but the thing is, you have to start somewhere. And and when I when I see something like this, I'm like, this is badass. I have to be a part of this. But I cause I know it's gonna get somewhere because these people are awesome, amazing, and they get. You know. Go ahead. Um. That I feel like you you hit a nail on the head right there because like when it comes to projects like this I feel like that is really the hard part is like where do you start you know what I mean like like how do you go about it like how like I you know I don't know you know I've never done this you're just doing it from thing like starting from you know the bottom up trying to build this structure you know like something that you're trying to do and uh, that that is like that I would say that you hit the nail on the head that that's the hardest part is like where do you start like how do you get it going you know where because it's almost like if you have the momentum going, it, it almost seems like, okay, it should be easy after that, after the momentum starts. You know, and the thing is lifted off the ground already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, but it's just, yeah, the, just the beginning. Especially it's, it's tough to even to, to think about starting. Cause yeah, we had no idea where to start. Yeah, and, and sorry, I, I, I can see some to say but oh go for it I'm like and but but that's the thing too pee pee why, why <laughs> oh, pee pee but uh, <laughs> this is why, <laughs> this is why I, I, I like this shit because my thing is normal people don't do stuff like this normal people don't fucking make their dinner table in their fucking living room this awkward angle for their podcast right yeah. normal people <laughs> like me and cole don't just play music in front of people like we don't know what the fuck to do we're trying our best right mm. and it's like i see that i'm like oh yeah these motherfuckers are real, and they fucking want it. And because they want it, they're going to get it as long as they're persistent. I can tell you I'm going to be persistent. That's the you know thing, what I'm saying? man. That's it's the thing oh, it's hardest. so tough. Hardest part, go on. The consistency, man. The consistency of trying to, like, put all the things that require, like, you can't not go to work. You can't not see your family. You can't not take care of your pets or kids or whatever situation that you're in. There's obligations that you have. There's priorities that you have set. So to be able to find or even carve out the time to be able to pursue the thing that you love doing, whether it's a musical career or podcasting or even poetry or whatever yep. art that you may enjoy pursuing, it's di- it's 
it's not just hard to be an artist. It's hard to find time to be an artist because you do Damn. have to survive and you have to live. You have to exist. And yeah. that's costs money. But like, <laughs> the, yeah, the, see, the thing is, too, I mean, you could just be an artist, but like seeing your vision through, you know what I mean? Actually, like seeing that vision that you have through it's a whole like you could just be like, I'm doodling or having time to right. do the art. Right. But if you want to see like if you have a vision in your mind, you want to see that through. That takes so much more work in a way. And it's like really seeing that through that is like sh- like stressful part, like where it comes into play where you're like, yeah, I have work and I have school or whatever you have at the moment, family, friends. And it's it's just like one of those, like for me, it's overwhelming at times. You know what I mean? Like uh, when you have so many projects, you're like I got, I want to do all these things to have this vision. Do and you're constantly busy and when you want to put your energy, all of your energy into everything, it's almost impossible. You're a hundred percent into everything yeah, at all yeah, the time. It's, uh, it's I think in my psychology class, like, you literally only power. Talk a little bit louder. You pick it up as strong as it was. You only have, like, um, um, what was I saying? But, uh, it's not only, like, in the, like, art forms and everything. It's just, like, you only have this so much power in general. So it's, like, if you're somebody that's wanting to start a business too, you know, or create a business from the ground up, like, you know, not just art, but like do something like that, you know, uh, like you have a, you know, an invention or a product you're trying to sell. It's like all of those. It's like you're trying to raise something out of nothing, right. you know, which is, you know, it's like. And I mean, I guess you're doing that with a lot of different things throughout life, but but when you're really trying to create a brand name or something like that, it's like hard because there's like no key to success to it that you've really seen so you can go look stuff up and people act like they have the answer but it's like you're kind of like okay yeah they probably know what they're talking about but i've seen it work so many different ways for so many different people like there's no rule book to it so it's yeah, like i think that's a you're just kind of like grabbing in the dark you know it's but the, but it is a beautiful part about it it's the know? idea that you can't it's art you can't run from failure you have to understand that it's going to happen and you have to exist in your own failures Every artist and every inventor, every person that has been an innovator of their time has had failures that led them to the thing that they're remembered for. Yeah. And not to say that every person that's doing or trying the thing that they want to do has to be remembered for what they're trying to do. But that should be the mentality. It the mentality is, is that you want to do yeah. your best. Enjoying the, the grabbing in the dark and enjoying that part of it. That, you know, like, I have no idea, but that's kind of like going skydiving or something but like less intense in the moment and more of a long-term intense you know what i mean like a a different kind of thing like you're just grasping in the dark for something that you don't know is gonna happen but you really hope it it does when you find something yeah or else you're just gonna keep stumbling around yeah but i also think it's not just because i've been having this conversation a lot is is everyone is at a point where it's like get something out of it right but what does getting something out of it mean you know like art is I personally, I think about expression, about reaching out to people. It's about like being able, like once again, like you know, wh- whatever your vision artistically is, and you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I gotta have this number of people who like my stuff, or like this number of money amount of money that I'm making, or else it's not what I want it to be, right? And I don't know, gotten to a point where like, because it honestly, what like uh, kind of got me was like, so Spotify does their rap, and it shows. Did you get yours? I did, yeah. For which evil? No. Oh, no, no. I haven't even looked at that. Okay. G- see? Yeah, okay. I thought look. you were talking about, like, the individual ones. No, no, no. So <laughs> Spotify rap for artists gives you, like, 
stats, how many streams you had, how many countries you hit, whatever, all that stuff. <laughs> you say, well, I don't know if I need to look at that, but all right, I appreciate it. But, <sighs> damn, but, like, the thing is, anyways, like, where people are posting it, and, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, you should be proud of your work. I'm like, okay, at what point is it, are we boiling it down to numbers? Is that, like, how we are all measuring our success now? Or is your success as an artist measured by your craft and, like, how many people you've been okay. able to... Yeah, Not yeah. how many people have listened, because Spotify numbers can be fabricated. There's bots, there's computers. It's, like, cool, you look at the numbers, like, oh, it, it, it does feel good, but it's also, like, we've yeah, kind of, like, understand. we've kind of, like, uh, brainwashed ourselves in a way to look at those things, you know, and all constantly just be, val- like, valuing ourselves based off the numbers rather than, like, art is, like, you look at it, you feel something. And when you make it, you feel something, you know what I mean? And you should value yourself based off of, like, your progression as an artist. Like, okay, I've gotten better. Or, like, I've learned to work this avenue a little bit better. I've learned how to do these things better. Like, even if it's just working the industry, like, I've learned how to work with people a little bit better. And it's draining to an extent. But, like, those are the things that I feel like as an artist, you're like, damn, I've really made that progress in a lot of areas of my life and my art rather than being like, yeah, dude, I really am successful because. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my streams are so much. You know, look at me, dude. My ticket sales are crazy. It's like, is that what you're doing it for? I well, mean, which a lot of art musicians and shit do. The only thing I would, uh, the only thing I was, and I know King wants to say something, but the <laughs> only thing I was thinking of was, I mean, so many artists get famous after they're dead. Like, they yep. don't get famous until they're already dead and gone. Yeah. And then they're famous. You know what I mean? Like, that happens frequently, you know? So, I don't know. Like, a lot of those people weren't doing it for the money because they didn't really get that at the time that they were alive but we're in a different I mean? era now too yeah, yeah. for sure definitely mm-hmm. yeah definitely but, uh, yeah does that grander thing change even though we're in a different like but that does kind of go back really my far, question is, is you know? has it changed there are still people who get big era. after they die but what i'm saying is like overall like now more pe- it's easy to make money online so more people are willing to do like do things that aren't really for the art like always people have stolen you know what i mean in order to like be this bigger thing but what i'm saying is like now it's more so like can i copycat that formula just so i can how far how far out do we need how far out do we need to be to understand like the actual trend because while pe- while it is easier to make money online it's it's the question of like what do you do once you have that money so who are you the person that knows how to manage that money are you the person that knows how what to do with that money, or are you the person that loses that money and they're right back in the situation that then you again, were in? Then again, it's the art about the money. So to answer both of y'all's questions, uh, first question about trends. Mm-hmm. The thing is, trends are always changing. Mm-hmm. You, you can't ever fully identify a trend. Right. It's tricky about that. It's like, and, and that's where marketing does come into play is because you have to be adaptable mm-hmm. to the uh, environment, per se, right? Mm-hmm. Because the market is always changing, right? Just Inventions are made and shit, and your yeah. product becomes kind of um, kind of getting back on the Daniel's question. Yeah, I don't remember Daniel's question. I, I, I do. Lie. I do. So, um, I guess we'll kind of like timestamp it a little bit. <laughs> but um, but Daniel Daniel's question was on the lines of like he was talking about the measurement. It's like what 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 is what is the artist use as a measurement to say he's a good artist or not? Right? Mm. He's talking about is it about the numbers, the analytics, or what? And the the thing is, it, it's it's fifty fifty. You have to take the analytics, you have to take the numbers into play, but you cannot 
fully 100% dependent on them. It's only 50%. The thing is, if with every statistic, even if statistics like 100% full, all statistics are are based off of past data. Right? Mm-hmm. You can never you can never predict future. Right. You can only use past data to give a good guess. So with that being said, though, is that that's where wits and common sense, street smarts, come into play. It's like, what does the data not see? Hmm. Data not see. The intangibles. Exactly. You have to take. You really have to take both into account. That fact. It's like it's like all right. This is what the data says, and this actually this gives me a great idea. I, I'm I'm gonna use these numbers, but they're not they're not God. Right. But they give me a good idea for my guesstimation. A framework. You know what I'm saying? Because only. But you you always because you always, no matter what, how foolproof your data is, I feel like you always need to um, account for unaccounted variables, just a little bit. Um, you can't. Yeah, right, <laughs> Dan- Daniel, just to really recap on the, so I answered your question directly about you're like, um, hey, what does an artist measure his success by? Right? Is it by data analytics, yada yada, or this or that? I said it's 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 literally fifty fifty both. Because the analytics give you a good prediction of the future. However, all statistics are based off of past data, and you can never predict the future fully. And now Cole is going to expand on what I yeah, said. I was going to say, too, though, like, ba- like also. Yeah, fuck Cole. Like it, yeah, no, I'm going <laughs> to let Cole talk. But I, what, what I wanted to say was, it's like, my point also is being as, like, as an artist, like. Bless you. <laughs> Big bless you vibes. I get analytics are important, important because you're no the crazy shit, but like, are you truly making the art based off of like your feeling and what it is? I like it's also like that capitalistic feeling because it's like like that's what I'm saying is like capitalism got so much to a point. It's like we gotta turn our hobbies into a fucking business. You know what I mean? What you get wrong? Like I, it, it's cool to have multiple streams of income, especially when prices are rising. Eventually, the middle class is gonna deteriorate. But, you know, it's important to have those multiple streams of income so that you could just survive life and, you know, hopefully afford your food and have a home for your family, potentially, if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is an economics <laughs> podcast now. Let's go. <laughs> well, but it's it's one of those things where it's like hobbies are just like we're all like we have to make it into a money thing where it's like can it just be purely be something that's for the artistic being you know i want to express this thing and i want people to be able to look at it so that i mean that's uh, so i can still go off that um i think what it is is that i think we were talking about trends right something has to start trends and i think trend like trends respond really well to people that are doing original things that or are as close as you can get to not having been done before you know because they say there's not really any original you know musical idea all just feeding off the other. Like, of course, a lot of them are now. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, you can't. I mean, people can only make music off of what they know, and they know by learning other music. So, yes, of course, there's no truly original ideas anymore. But that's why I say the closest you can get to an original idea, I think trends respond to that. So I think that's the missing ingredient, right? Because you could say, what is it that you can trust the numbers, but there's 50 percent more than the numbers, and it's like, what is that thing that shakes up the numbers? You know what I mean? That you're just like, well, that happened outlier and i think that's having the original idea that resonates with people at the moment and i think that you know what i mean and that sets Do you I think, think a certain amount of money that. always ruins it for doesn't matter who it is once they reach a certain point of success it's like no i don't think that's accurate. yeah unless you're frank ocean i think he's like yeah i got all the money well i mean there's there's a lot of I them that i'm like oh i obviously don't like this as much 
But I'm like, I'm not going to hate it because I don't expect him to just keep doing the same thing. Until How do you feel about Kevin Parker? I don't know who that is. But I would say like a metal band or or a rock band. Like if Kevin they Parker. get softer as they go on, you know what I mean? Like as they get older, the if, they, if their Kevin music gets Parker, softer, bro. I'm okay with that. I don't want them to still be... Sorry, guys. I don't. You know want, I don't want Parker, them to be Parker. in face paint with stars on their face and the boots and the leather when uh, they're fucking sixty years old. I don't want to see my favorite band do that. I'm okay with them changing over time and adapting to who they are and Paul making the still art performing. that I know and making the art that suits them in their time with their struggles that they have now. Isn't the other all, you know? What I, mean? I might not like it, but like I respect them more for that. Mick Jagger's still performing, right? He does. Stones. Yeah. But also, I heard he's a dickhead. But also, Who's you know not? Kevin you Parker. <laughs> you know Kevin Parker. I met Parker. him. He's a dickhead. Who's no, Kevin Parker? Tame. Impala? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I haven't seen anything of him. I've never been super interested in Impala that much. Yeah, asshole. Why don't you fucking get with the program? This guy Daniel. doesn't obviously know any musical genius when he sees it. So it's fucking no, it's clear. He switch it up. You I see? love Tame Impala. I just don't go listen. Like, I don't. You know what I mean? I don't have them on my phone. Like I like the music and stuff, but it's like me with I country music. You haven't listened to his new album. You don't? Do you like funk at all? Uh, I love funk. What's up? Then you should listen to his new album. It's like funky, jazzy-ish. Like not n- as much jazzy, but it's like more funk. Y'all know Mark Ronson? You ever heard him? Yeah, you don't know nope. music? It's cool. Uh, he's probably one of the most popular producers of all time in terms of like actual production and projects. But uh, but it's cool. You guys don't know him. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not cultivated like you, huh? Yeah, a, I don't know who the fuck that is to help out. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You know, I've you're seen not his name before, but I'm, I don't know who that Mark is. Mark Ronson also worked with, uh, fucking who did the? It was the dude that did Bruno Mars. I was gonna say the dude that did a lot of coke, but Bruno Mars <laughs> and Anderson Pac. Yeah, probably not wrong. He did a lot of stuff with Bruno Mars and also Anderson Pac. What well. was their duo called? Uh, fuck, I forgot what their duo was. It was like eight. 88 or was it? No, that's fucking. Big you think it's 2088? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, no, no. Mark Ronson did do a whole project with Bruno Mars too, like a funk, like the Uptown Funk. That's Mark Ronson and. But Kevin Parker also has stuff with Mark Ronson as well on the new, like the new album and like some other stuff. But the new album's fucking fire. That's all I'm saying. Silk it's Sonic. Silk Sonic was it? Yeah. Yeah, but if check I'll out look the it up. check out his last album he just dropped. You shouldn't. It's really <laughs> fucking good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's not his style. He liked no. the album before that way better. No, I I mean I'm just Tame Impala. No, no, no. I was talking about. Uh, we were talking about Tame Impala. I was talking about Silk Sonic. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was, I was confused because I was like, I know he loves Tame, so that's a weird. I do love Tame. You should check that out. <laughs> I was like, that's I was like, that's interesting because this guy. I'm looking at Silk Sonic, and I had just said that, and that's why I was like, yeah, no. Not to hate on Bruno. But Kevin Parker has production, like, creds on, like, Kid Cudi's uh, last, one of his albums recently. Travis shit. Travis got shit. Fucking. He's been doing some hip-hop, like, pop-outs. But I think he has some shit with, uh, fuck it, I want to Nah, not yet. I have a creator. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Yeah, he be, he be creating and shit, bro. He is the creator. Tyler. I haven't heard of him in a long time. Like I haven't heard anybody. I talk mean, he about just him. won a award. Like he's a year not ago. eating roaches anymore, dude. You haven't heard of him in a long time. He got number one album over fucking DJ Khaled like two years ago, and DJ Khaled like cried. Mostly, he's been saving his money and stuff and investing correctly too. Why not blowing all his shit? 
Is that true? Um, I haven't validated it. Like, I don't really care. I mean, he has I, his own I, festival. I don't, really, I don't really care about him, so I don't care enough to do the research. But from what I heard, according to, like, you know, the internet, which, like, is a very loose source here. But I haven't seen him in any commercials, though. I mean, also to but be f- yeah, he's not. So he's like, it was, it was actually, it's more, so specifically, I followed him on Twitter, right? You know, and uh, he was like, this is like fucking years ago now. Like, all these fucking stupid ass rap- rappers buying all these expensive ass cars and shit, not realizing that, you know, they got a lot of bills to pay down in the future. It's like, I'm saving my shit. And then, you know him, he, he, he tweets very bluntly. Yeah, I mean, he has know. his own festival now. So, I mean, you don't just throw your own festival if you're yeah. like, I'm pretty tight on money. Yeah. Yeah, can't flog now. His own yeah, festival. It just happened, right? It, uh, yeah, the last one just happened. He has, but he has Odd Future, too, and all this shit. Odd Future's kind of like a super band or super... Yeah, none of them really do much. None of them really do much Well, anymore, not, not anymore, but still. But it, it still, like, brings in... It's know, a brand, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's still very popular. Oh, brand, the clothes and shit. I don't know how much they still produce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah, successful, long story short. As far as I know, from my very little... I've read this using his money differently. Bro, That's Shaq is like the goat in like financial fucking Dude, usage. Dude, I don't even know what to use. Dude, he just had his own festival too. That motherfucker just do his own festival too. I saw him in person. Like I was not Jack's not, All Stars. Oh yeah. Bro's own owns hundreds of businesses. Still works yeah. on NBA fucking TNT. Still, He's a DJ. Still the touring you, DJ, thro- throwing DJ. his own festivals. Like, Bro, owns part of Pizza Hut. There's a, a fucking the so many different on? like chains type shit. Fucking, well, I think he has a part of like Enterprise, like the car rental company. Well, so when you have ten kids, you probably. Yes. Okay, he very good he, one. He, he didn't sell. I'm an NBA player. He sold. I'm Shaq. He sold his name as. Well. I, I mean, not even really that. Not yeah, even really yeah. that. He was always like kind of an entertainer while he was one of the better players in the e- league no, type no, shit. Exactly. So his personality was what kind of drove like it. Like there was a whole movie. Wait, I, well, I don't the know. There was the Bernstein Bears shit about the movie that he it, was in. No, you're talking about Kazam. Kazam, right? But uh, the that thing is, too, he, he was in, a right? DJ for like 20 plus years, and then like he did, d- he finally just yeah. started doing like. He loved dubstep, so he started doing dubstep because he said it reminded him of like the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. like where you're just trying to go the hardest you can fucking go in the final moments. But yeah, so he's a dubstep DJ, but he just threw his his own basically dubstep festival. Crazy. Yeah, that's what Jack Space All He said he met him though. Well, uh, okay, no, I, I didn't meet him like personally one on one. Sorry, my bad. I was at, I was in uh, Vegas, and he he was at a club, and he was like in like the VIP thing. I was like ten feet away from him. People were, like, oh my god, that's Shaq. I'm like. Oh shit, that is. I was right next to. <laughs> anyway, right next I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep, dr- I'm, I'm keep drinking now. <laughs> yeah, but no. But my thing about Shaq, it's just like you uh, said. Oh shit, <laughs> dude. This <laughs> one for Shaq. Yeah, and, and where I was going with Shaq with about selling his name as his brand, like you kind of gotta look at Taylor Swift, right? Sort of like what? Okay, no, I know. I, 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 I am bringing up Taylor Swift. I don't, I don't fuck with her music personally. I, I think it's. Obviously, I get why people do fuck with it. I'm not saying it's not my thing. Yeah, dude. You know, but it's very relatable. White women love it. Yeah, but, very but, no, but anyhow, the, she started out as a country singer, right? People are like, yeah, switch to pop. People are like, oh, it's not going to work. All this stuff. Anyways, all the music aside, if uh, if the paparazzi catches her in a certain, like, uh, specifically, I learned this in one of my marketing classes. She was uh, caught in a picture. Paparazzi had just 
the Gucci shirt for like nine hundred dollars. As soon as that picture came out, they were sold out in that short in one day. That girl is a walking brand. Like Shaq is making his brand beyond basketball. He 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 himself is the brand. It's like no, I'm not a basketball player. I'm not a DJ. I'm not this. I'm Shaq. Great. You know what I'm saying? It's just yes, like, but yeah, also. Yes, I would say no. With his DJ stuff, people didn't even realize was it was Shaq say. for a long time. What like, I was going to say is, is, is you have a point, and that kind of works with a lot of different people that oh, exist yeah. in that realm. But Especially Shaq specifically is a little bit of a difference yes. in the way that, like, he has always kind of had these hands in different fields, and it isn't necessary. He was per- never like, I'm Shaq. He his, just his persona was a way for the door to exist in his yeah. realm, but he still had to push that bitch open. No, he still had to kick sure. that door down. It wasn't shit. just like, yeah. I wear this shit, no. and everyone's like, dude, let's it do wasn't, it. It Literally. wasn't like just, just like Pizza Hut was like, because this is, this is kind of where I'm at. It's like, if you think about Pizza Hut's fucking cast, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Pizza Hut's cast is like Peyton Manning. <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Go Denver. Pe- Peyton Manning, Shaq. Fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes, like there's like some goats that are in the conversation here. It's it's like it's not like they're just like taking anybody with a persona and an online presence. Otherwise, fucking Jake Paul would have been had a Pizza Hut commercial. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like precisely, it's like there is like a certain level of like beyond the persona. There has to be some some substantial substance in the business portfolio that this person brings to the table. Oh, your agent is no perfect. Uh, And honestly, no, I completely agree with you. I guess to elaborate more on what I was trying to get at, it's like, um, yeah, Taylor Swift, Shaq, very different. But what I'm saying is, when you say the word Shaq, you don't think uh, basketball player, DJ, whatever. You think of Shaq. That's well, true. Well, well, when people say when people say Taylor Swift, you don't think of uh, country singer, pop artist, you know, all this big celebrity. You think of a lot of things. So what I'm saying is, is them with themselves as a celebrity, as an independent contractor, as an agent. Like The Rock. They're, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Their name brings up a lot of topics, is what I'm trying to say. They offer a lot of things. They don't offer just one thing. You know what I mean? We're talking about I The Rock running for president right now. I think that's just that, like that makes sense. It does make sense, but I think that's just a very like sales perspective because like in the yeah exactly marketing. Uh, no, I know, I know, right, and, right, right. and I am coming from a sales perspective from that. Right, yeah, right, because it's you like it. It sure. is very. If you are in like the say, if you live in Hollywood, then Ryan Reynolds don't fucking mean shit to you. It's like I see this motherfucker every week on set. You know what I mean? Like I gotta run his cameras, and he fucking spits in my coffee. I don't. I don't like that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy and his tequila. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like it, it, you know what I mean? It, yeah, uh, whatever right. it is, the clear liquor. <laughs> whatever it is, I don't know what he got. But uh, but that's my point. It's, it just depends on perspective, because like. Yeah. For me, it's like whenever you talk about Shaq, I do think about the basketball player. I don't think about the persona, even yeah. though like he I don't has think been about the basketball player. I think about the DJ. So it's just okay. about perspective. See, see, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. It, no. I don't think about the DJ. I yeah. think about Pizza no. Hut. <laughs> Look at that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and once again, you said Aaron Rodgers quarterback. You mean not the discount double check? Right. <laughs> you mean the ayahuasca fucking guru? And uh, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> exactly. No, and once again, y'all are right, and it's kind of what I was going back earlier. I'm not sure if we had this conversation on tape, but you were talking about like social media and how you have, you're like, I can post the same thing on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever the fuck it's called now, X, Y, whatever. 
but, but, but it, it gets different responses. But that's my thing. It's you have to break down your your audience into different segments, right? So it's just like you look at Shaq as the basketball player. He looks at Shaq as the DJ. Therefore, like he looks at Shaq, Shaq as the pizza like guy. Shaq has to advertise to you differently. He advertises to him. But he also you, has you multiple different streams of advertising. Oh, yeah. And and he's yeah, paying yeah. people to do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So that, that that's kind of what I've got yeah. too. It's just like. That, also that's fun my fact. point exactly, you know what I mean? They, they, they offer different things, and that just broadens their consumer basis. Anyway, it is crazy. Not to go too far on Shaq, uh, I just want to say, yeah, yeah. fun fact that Shaq also does a lot of shows for free. So he'll play a lot. Of yeah, he's like a, does crazy. he do like a lot of really nice things? I mean, I'm, you know, like, no, nice supposedly is a good in the community, supposedely in the community, he's like actually a real one. Like, he that's, puts that's on a I've, lot I've of like small artists. Name another artist with fucking multi-million dollar contracts and multi, like hundreds of businesses. I, I yeah, just, so he's like, he can do it. You he's probably, about probably the Ever. only I really don't person that can <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is fuck, fuck, probably paying an agent hundreds of fucking thousands of dollars a year to fucking figure out their shit. Shaq's like, I mean, like, I don't need my agent to worry about any of this shit. I'm just having fun doing this show. Like, I feel like that is the portion of Shaq's business. I might, I might be, I'm definitely speaking from an ignorant position. I don't know anything about his business portfolio. But from my position, it seems like that would be the only position of his business portfolio where he doesn't have to give a fuck. Where he's like, I, even if I'm at a loss, I'm having fun. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. making so many more millions of dollars off of fucking shoe contracts, fucking Nike shit, fucking ESPN on my yeah, back. That's what I say. Everybody, Wait, Pizza Hut. Let me he ask owns this part though. of Pizza Hut. Let me he, ask this he owns a portion of. Pizza I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. No, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's like, all right, <laughs> Jesus oh Christ, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> how big do you think their family's like dinner table is? Because I'm uh, assuming they're all really tall. <laughs> that's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> so like, how big is the dinner table? Is it just fucking huge? I'm not, yeah, bro. They all gotta be tall as shit, like his kids and stuff. You don't, you don't mean they sell their dinner, dinner table at IKEA? No, I mean like, is it a huge <laughs> dinner table? It's, like, at, it's at IKEA. It's forty nine ninety five. They have, really have big front doors to their house. You know what I mean? Like, you he walk does in, have ten like, kids too. So <laughs> like, yeah, he's like ten kids. He has ten kids. God damn! But it, no, I'm just saying like, okay, so that's gotta be a huge dinner table. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a huge difference. I mean, I would say that people much smaller than him that have around okay, the same amount wrong. of money or less like, have six. bigger dinner six. tables for no reason. All right, six. <laughs> They're like, hey, yo, uh, could, you, could you pass the fucking fork? I can't reach it. <laughs> he only has six kids. Yeah, racist. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's no fucking Nick Cannon, but... I thought he was hitting double digits, dude. Just because he was getting double-doubles his whole career doesn't mean he needed more kids. <laughs> what? But he has fucking six kids. Bro, that was the biggest promotion for him I've ever heard in my life. But he said just because he's been hitting double digits his whole life doesn't mean he... Like, dude, just because he's a rebound machine doesn't need doesn't mean he needs to see that number ten in his fucking. You know what's crazy book. is we've hit like over two and a half hours the last two podcasts, and I think that's insane. Yeah, that's, oh yeah. Two forty. Well, this is really like no, like two. It was like ten minutes worth of time we cut. We're gonna maybe, cut. Maybe two twenty, two fifteen hours. I'm thinking like two fifteen. 
thinking like 215. I was thinking 210. 28. Hey, um. Honestly, I, I kind of forgot what the main narrative is, but we have to do an honorable mention to Coach Massey, uh, Deer Park High School uh, head football coach. About to ask he, him he, the no, fuck that he is. He touched me in places no one's ever touched uh, me before. We'll get to that later. Uh, no, I'm kidding. He'd never do that, surprisingly. But um, but one thing he said, I've mentioned to all the people, I want you to think about this. He told me one of the most wise things I heard in my life before. He said this. Are, y- are y'all ready for it? No, but I am now. Your pineal gland is about to break. I will tell you. Anyhow, he said this. Oh, that's what he told you. <laughs> you can pull a wet noodle out of a bobcat's ass, but you can't put it back in. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Oh my I still don't. I still don't. Fucking not. I still don't. I'm trying to comprehend it. I don't know how you would pull any type of mule out of a bobcat's ass. I mean, uh, it would have to be wet. I get that. Um, And I could also get how you wouldn't be able to put it back in. You can pull out of a dangerous situation, but you can't always go back in. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. And when I was Don't return to the crime scene. That's the moral. Always pull out. You can never go back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and dude, bro. So when I was like in my last couple months of Marine Corps, I was like the the really new people coming through and I was like, get out. I would kind of fuck with them. I'd be like, I, I would tell them that same exact thing. I'd be like, do you know what that means? Like, I'm, I'm trying to put a lesson to it. Like, I'm being serious. And they would they would give me a serious answer because they're just trying to get fucked up. And I'd, be like, I'd be like, oh, that's what that means? And they'd be like, yes, corporal. I'd be like, well, I still don't know what that means, so thank you for helping me out with that. That's what my <laughs> high school coach told me. Like, <laughs> long story short, and they would, you know, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was being a fucking idiot. Did so. it, what were the answers they gave you? Did they give you any insight? <laughs> Honestly, the best one I got, I can remember the best one. All of them were really random. Like, but the best one I got, it's like, you know, there's things you do in life where, you know, once you make an action, you can't take it back. You have to be really wise and you have to think about the moment, about your emotions. And I was like, damn, dude. Honestly, if, if there is a meaning to this statement, that's what it is. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's like, really good. I, 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 I can't confirm that's what it is because like, I still don't know. Punching him in the stomach. Now, clean like, up this that, shit. Is that what it is? Nah, that's not it. You fucking get your actually, ass whooped. <laughs> yeah, that that dude. No, he, he was actually shit hot, bro. He, he's a drill instructor now. He's shit yeah, hot. No, he, no, he's shit hot, bro. He, he's a drill instructor now. He's kicking like ass. That. I thought you but meant like he. After that, shit. he took yeah, some no, hot coming, shit. No, he's hot shit, but he's shit Better hot. Better than me. For sure. I'm but, yeah. not. But no, he's but hot the, as the, shit. Yeah, the rest were stupid as shit. They like they they. I I wish I could remember. I I just genuinely can't remember because it was that stupid. But I don't blame them because it was a stupid fucking statement in in general. Like, how do you make me mind that? But, yeah, that's that. <laughs> Final whiskey. Yeah. There was, a, there was a point at the end also where uh, he's played the most video <laughs> games I've ever seen anyone play in my life. Yeah. Before uh, you got out. Oh, like, yeah. right before you got out. Like, right before you got out. Like I remember, that was when we started talking it because he was just on. Ex- I would get on Xbox and he would be there and he would just be like, "I hated you." <laughs> I was gonna say, "Do you think that has anything to do with you just watching him a lot?" <laughs> yeah. So like, do you think that? I mean, you watched him more than yeah. others, so I think you know you're like, yeah, more than I've ever seen. I saw him a lot, but it's like these are hours spent where he could be fucking me, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, we had the Xbox Connect. We played Dance Dance Revolution together. Okay. Xbox Connect. I don't know if y'all remember. Do y'all remember the game Is that Peggle? What they call it these days. Uh, I've heard There's of it. There's a game called Peggle. Heard on of it. Never played it really. Peggle. Don't ever play the it's fucking Wipeout. Peggle. 
That's what, what I asked. What? what? The, in the in the icon for the game on Xbox was, was it like unicorn. Scrabble, but like while okay, you're getting I've pegged? Never heard of that. No, it was like those games where you just like get the dots and then it all the get them with the same color and they all looking. Oh, like Tetris, but with that like drawing? the bubbles. It's like you shoot the ball and then it, you try to match like green with the green ones. Get enough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with him on this, ladies and gentlemen. Did y'all play the game Wipeout? Yeah, I mean that was like I think everybody's like. No, I yeah. never played Wipeout. No, not me. You played Wipeout, right? Yeah. With your friends and shit, where you would run the obstacle course. Yeah. Xbox. Y'all never got in the uh, Xbox movie theater. No. What the fuck are you? Talking where you about? went? You could watch a movie with your friends on Xbox. No. In the theater. You could say it as many times as you want, and I Damn, can answer. That's crazy. You the same Did y'all even play Xbox? For y'all? Oh. Yeah, dude. We uh, uh, obviously not. Y'all are phonies. But <laughs> you ever play Halo? Oh. So, so if you talk shit about Halo right now, saying I never played Halo. Oh yeah. I I I will I will get naked and wrestle you to the ground. Did you ever play the game where it was in, you were infected? You were the what was it? What was it called? It's infected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Infection, also called, called Blood and Halo Four. We are massive Halo players. Oh yeah, well, yeah, how, explain it to me then. These guys are funny. Go ahead. Well, how do you? You play remember it? in Halo Three, whenever you were on, was it Lockout, and you could push people up the grab lift and send them up, and every, nope. and then the infected would kill them, and but everybody just stood next to the okay, grab lift. The infected. It was, it, was called, no, it was called zombies. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, yeah. It was called zombies. So what is that infected? What what do they have? They have a, Your mom. They have an energy uh, energy blade from the Covenant. Yeah, and then and, and and they're also the color black, which but then what can like what's the difference racist. between them and then everyone else? <laughs> so actually, their 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 speed is up, and he yeah. knows you don't know. This guy's a phony. He knows you don't know. He knew obviously. Yeah, their their speed their speed. I, I think their radar is up a little bit too. It depends on which Halo you're playing. Halo one, two, or three. He knows this guy's. Oh yeah, he did play a lot of games. You didn't watch him close enough, apparently. We, <laughs> we literally played nothing but SWAT all the time. SWAT was. We played. We just played hey, SWAT. I know we're just getting into nerd in this last little bit of the podcast, but Terminal Two or not Terminal Two, Terminal. Do y'all remember Terminal? This in is Modern Halo. Warfare. Modern Warfare. Two. Two. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I will Battlefield, say. Battlefield, Bad Company Two. As much one. as we're oh, willing. Dude, you're fuck Daniel. You're fucking real. Cole also agrees. If you played that, I know if you played it, that was the best one. That was great. Yeah, I will say as long as I like how you Battlefield One also came out really good. Really good. It was Battlefield Three and Four were still pretty good. Battlefield One company was the best. Battlefield Bad Company Two, honestly, hands down the best. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they stopped Bad Company. Like because they trans. they're trying to make it too serious now. It's just like, dude. Fuck that. Like, trying to compete. Like, Call of yeah. Duty has the drama in it. We don't need that. I will say Modern Warfare 2 is peak Call of Duty for sure. Oh, Termi- easy. Easy but day. Terminal, but Terminal fucking doing fucking, what was it? Uh, not searching. Or what what they call it? Uh, fucking Cops and Robbers. Cops and Robbers, dude. But I like the aspect of Battlefield because it was big teams. Like, I would do, we would do Conquest. Why so, Cops and Robbers was like, it was like a situation where like, you and like, four homies and against like, five other people basically like, there's five cops, five robbers. search and destroy robbers. though? It's yeah. search and destroy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but basically if you find somebody, you don't kill them, you like, you, you're, if you're a cop, you gotta like, yeah, yeah, you gotta basically like, arrest them type shit and like, end up executing them, but, yeah. um, <laughs> it was funny, but Battlefield back That shit used to be fun as fuck, and then like, fucking, uh, what was it? 
Jason or Freddy Krueger? No, no, no. What was the game where it was like Friday the Thirteenth? Friday was it Friday the Thirteenth? On Call of Duty. No, oh, you didn't play no, Call no, of Duty. They came out with a, a actual horror game. It was something else. It was like it was it's where somebody was like the it wasn't cops and robbers. God damn it! What was it called? Where one person was like the killer type shit. I, I dude, I, I, I don't remember. know if it was Freddy or no, versus it Jason. It was, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was that. No, it was you're right. Something, something. Yeah, and the fact that we all played that is crazy. Cause I didn't Those play with them. But it, we did, we didn't really play Call of Duty, but Battlefield. Battlefield dude, the it was big crazy. Team Conquest. The maps Battlefield were was fun. Huge. The maps were huge. And it's not just that, but it's like it, there's like a un- C4. Like, you would just go blowing shit up. <laughs> snipers just sitting. You had to be. There's like an unwritten law though. It's like if you're. If you suck at being a pilot of an airplane, like don't get in the airplane. Like, I never uh, somebody did. Somebody that's I was good a tank driver. Somebody, I was so like you know there the was tanks. that. So everybody was like really good at their job, you know, because people were just like, no, I'm gonna do what I know how to do, and then everybody does that thing. So then when you're in a party with like five people and you're playing Conquest, and there's you know 15 people in the game, and it's like you all are doing your own thing, <laughs> and everybody and you just it feels so good when you just win. And then you win another, and then you win another, and then you go to like the next tactical. game and you win, and you win another, and you're like, we're killing it. <laughs> tactical. Dude, that game was so hard that like you really had to have good teamwork because if you didn't, like, you aren't gonna win. It was so hard because the maps were so big, dude. You would run out, you're like getting shot. You're like, where the fuck are these people at, bro? Yeah. It was, That's why people hated it though. It was so much harder to like get. Oh yeah. So uh, well, honestly, the. Peak of a uh, sorry, the peak of me playing any battlefield with my <laughs> military friends is Battlefield One. I used them like this. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was laughing at the way I was holding my glass. I was holding he was it. Like, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we a we're, little inebriated. We're with like a we're on a mortar platoon, so we like kind of knew we knew shit about like forward observing, all the math bullshit, all the gun line shit. So me and my roommate, we'd play together, right, in the same room, and like we have like our TVs right by each other. And uh, I'd be on the artillery or, you know, the, the naval gunfire or mortar, but and, and he'd be the sniper, and I'll give him an ammo crate, which gave him a little bit of ammo. And he would just spot targets for me. I'd look on his screen, and I'm telling you, I'll go, like, 180 and zero in games. Because I'll I'll be in the, in the in the very back in our, in our artillery truck, complete cover, and they would try to get me with aircraft and shit, but, like, I'd fuck, like we'd fuck them up and shit. I'm gonna say like when when we court like we we literally coordinated like fucking indirect fire squad. It was crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, and uh, and flashbacks for all those people listening. They're like, holy shit! I remember back in the day, Battlefield One, Battlefield Bad Company Two, fucking yeah. Rust, bro. All for two. High rise. High rise. Yeah, but and honestly, you know. Fucking sand trap was yeah, and Call of Duty did fall off after Modern Warfare 2, in my opinion. See, but on some like super nerd shit, what I, I what Black I missed Ops was like was decent, decent, but Black Ops 2 for sure not good. On some like <laughs> on some super nerd shit, the video game that I missed from like the like, early from like the early fucking video games was fucking the one the all the Tony Hawk games and oh. two Tony Hawk Underground and two the fucking WWE v, like SmackDown versus Raw shit. That's one, bro. Oh them hoes were yeah. fun as fuck bro what about jack and daxter bro them hoes are fun as fuck too see that's yeah, what i'm saying yeah. you either get caught in a conversation with somebody that's like xbox exclusive or playstation exclusive but it's it's rare when you I find both. both and i'm both bro Did it's I ever like play sly cooper yeah that shit was fire bro you know i never shit. had that and i also on didn't play the, the fox games because i didn't have a nintendo the one oh, thing i didn't oh, have was fox yeah. we had nintendo 64 
and then we went Talk a about long Ratchet time and, and no Oh, Ratchet had, Clank went crazy yeah. too. We, we had the N64, and then we we had Super Nintendo, and then we went a long time before the GameCube had come out, but we never got the GameCube until like a little bit before the Wii came out. Yeah. So I did not play any of the Nintendo games in the early GameCube period. Oh, I did. And I, I played when I played uh, Twilight Princess, like Zelda Twilight Princess. I played it on Wii, not GameCube. I had I GameCube and PlayStation Two. All my friends had Xbox, so I was for sure playing. I ain't gonna lie, there was this one fight. Pokemon game on GameCube that was stupid fire. I had Shrek Two on GameCube. It was something with a some darkness, some like Lugia darkness shit. I don't know what that Dude, shit was, but that shit was it's so Nintendo fun. Nintendo sixty four Pokemon Stadium. Oh, Bro, that, that shit was fire. That was what was. In, dude, because it was, was four it. controllers. Yeah. Oh my god, it was Did so. I play Mario Sunshine on GameCube. Yeah, bro, you had to clean up the oil spills and shit. Yo, fuck, look crazy. But I'm telling you, Shrek on GameCube. Shrek on GameCube was one of the best games. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Playing Shrek on GameCube. Honestly, Cube. thinking back to playing on Nintendo right. 64 is at Shrek, this bro. point Donkey. it's crazy, but it's thinking back 20 years now. That shit's weird to think about, Fight but Zelda it's too. been about. 19, 20 years since the last time I played on a goddamn Nintendo 64. Y'all ever play Sonic on that bitch? What I was going to say is this, bro. Sonic there's was some on Sega goated. Genesis, and we did have a Sega Genesis. They had Sonic on Nintendo 64, oh, too. Oh, they really? Yeah, yeah. they Damn, had that's both. great. We had it on Sega Genesis. It was, it was like... I had that we had too. Genesis came out first on Genesis. But we did, too. Yeah, we had Zelda on the N64 and Pokemon. Porn. Zelda and on the on N64. The Sega, we had, like, Altered Beast, uh, Sonic, Boogerman... And Altered Beast was the one where you collect the orbs and you turn and end up turning into the Wolfman. There's bro, a clever game on N64. Bro, NFL Blitz, whenever you can spine buster people and fucking like, like, <laughs> <laughs> damn near kill a motherfucker on a football <laughs> field. <laughs> bro, no, was it Xbox or PlayStation? It was fucking Def Jams. Uh, both. They and had Midnight a, it Club. Like Midnight Club and Def Jam Edition. Bro, that shit was fire. Midnight Club was like a racing game where you could customize like the, it was like a street racing game type shit. Dude, dude, I also had the Tokyo Drift. That's, Fuck it, yeah, yo, that, that racing that game edition. went crazy. Did y'all have a what is it the the one that came out with the Xbox when like if you bought an Xbox 360 you got oh you talking about Gran Turismo not Gran Turismo, Turismo GTR went crazy. three or two yeah, or I had that one too Gran, Gran Turismo went crazy it was that and then the others th- there was another game on the disc too there was another one I don't I remember, remember what, what game it was but uh, but that racing game yeah yeah that one <laughs> that racing game yeah dude that was a good one I think it was GTR right. GTR was crazy. Yeah, no, maybe. Did you because play, the later uh, ones, you it was called something Revenge, bro. It was like the cars, but you would have to like. Oh, bro! I know what you're talking about. Uh, it was the ones where you like got points for crashing. Dude, bro, no. uh, fuck! What was that shit called? It was fuck. called like, oh damn, hold up. You would. It's d- like skate with a uh, hollow meat. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Oh, oh, skate, dude. Was the, hollow meat was one of my favorite. You would just go and just, <laughs> just fucking shit for points. How did those sound effects go? Again? Burnout, bro. <laughs> Burnout, Burnout Revenge was the one I was thinking Burnout of. Burnout 3 Revenge. Or Dude, yeah, Burnout. Bro, that shit was fun as fuck. You would fuck. crash. Shit, we should probably wrap it up. We're closing yeah. in on three hours. We started talking about video games and shit because we're fucking nerds, dude. But you're a nerd, dude. I'm cool. Shut up. <laughs> this has been Fine and Danny. This has been Keegan. This guy, I'm <laughs> got Cole on the Keegan's podcast. Keegan's cock lover. Yeah. The guy, the lo- <laughs> Keegan's lover, Cole. Cole Cox, you know, that's Cole his name. Cox, dude, Cold Cox. To thank everybody for allowing me to be here again. Um, you know, that's you his know, name. On my phone is Cole great. Cox. It's been really good. 
Cold Cuck. That is probably Cold my Cuck. actual name in this phone. I'm not going to lie. You know why, though? You know why that's his name? Last name Seymour, so I, I just think of Seymour Cox, so I just cut the Seymour out. It's just Cold Cox. Damn, I thought your last name was Cox. <laughs> uh, may I say something? Yes, please. If you have any message, if there's anything you want to say, closing statements, uh, yeah. all the above. Uh, first and foremost, it was a pleasure being on this podcast tonight. Love very yeah, much. dude. For Absolutely. We're listening. Also, I realize our ADHD kind of got us off topics, <laughs> and I would love to go more in depth onto more of the military things in a much more structured episode because clearly it's a big rabbit hole that I didn't even realize because <laughs> these gentlemen are asking great questions. We'll definitely have so you back yeah, on. Um, I'm willing to come on later. And anyways, I'll leave it back to you guys. No, we'll definitely awesome. have you back on. We appreciate you uh, for coming on. If there's anything you want to tell people in general, if there's a message you want to give the people, uh, maybe something positive or something that you know you've learned from anything that I yeah let the people know for sure. Oh damn. Well, uh, I have to keep it for now. I'd love to as you get to know me more, as I may or may not be on this podcast. Later. Fun. You will be. You will be. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, for now, I'm going to keep it very brief and cheesy, but later on, I'll have more meaning. Truly, it's just believe uh, in yourself. Have no, like, literally no fucking doubt, because at the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself, why should anybody else? That's a good point. And then for you guys at home, thank you for joining us for another episode. We really do appreciate you guys uh, more than you know. Um... Daniel's breaking shit. <laughs> I got it. I got it. We're good. Uh, he really lock. is. We're locked in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine if that shit uppercutted you. <laughs> to end the episode would have been fucking. Hey, yo. But um, honestly, um, y'all just try to love each other. It's going to be all right. We're going to get through this shit. Keep your head up. And um, cold cocks, you got anything else to say? I like all these positive messages, so you know I'm not, I'm not even gonna spoil it. You know, I, said, I, I have only negativity running through I feel my veins. So about I, what y'all just said, and I loved it. So I'm just gonna leave it where I it's did at. It. I think that was I good. Did it. Yeah, you're right. Cause you'd fuck it up. Let's go! <laughs> Shout out, Fine Day. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll oh, have more to come. Both of us are talking. You just hear all this static from his <laughs> mic just fucking up. Stay tuned. Tune in. Oh, please watch it. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. Uh, so we could do more and things, you know, get bigger and better, and, you know, potentially throw a fine at any event, maybe, you know. And just remember that the next time that you pee pee, you also pr- should probably poo poo. <laughs> That's us. Sorry, now y'all have a good week. Thank you guys.